Recorded live. Greetings and welcome to our podcast. We are People Against Covert Torture and Surveillance International. Tonight is Monday, December the 5th, 2016, and we're here on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assaults, and more, and to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. Views I express during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of PAX International. I'm Derek Robinson, the moderator. And our guest this evening is Spencer Carter. He'll be speaking further about this rally he's organizing in Las Vegas that's planned for this Friday to free Pete and Philly. Okay, now for some announcements. The next Portland, Oregon support group will be meeting on Saturday, January 7th, 2017 from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. at the Hollywood District Library, 4040, Northeast Tillamook in Portland, Oregon. Contact for more information is amy at 971-207-3401. The webinar with Magnus Olsen where he'll be presenting his Tesla generator to the community, is now scheduled for this Sunday, December 11th, at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The link with details to connect by computer is going to be sent in an email. And for those who wish to join by telephone, the number is 408-638-0968. And the meeting ID is 263 152-2738. Also, because the webinar holds up to 100 participants, we will also have TalkShoe open at call ID 115-863 in case of overflow. Um, coming this Saturday, starting on Saturday, December the 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, I will be returning to Saturday nights after over a year's hiatus at this call ID, which is 115863. Saturdays have traditionally been a very important night for our organization, and Ella has been quite busy helping on other nights of the week. So um, I'll be um, helping with the calls by working this Saturday, and we'll see how that goes. Okay, our guest this evening is Spencer Carter, who joins us again this week to drum up more support for a rally he's organizing in Las Vegas, Nevada this Friday to free internet radio host Pete Santilli. He is facing charges of conspiring to assault federal officers and brandishing a firearm in relation to a crime of violence. He is currently being held in Las Vegas without bail until the start of his trial on February the 9th. And at this time, to give us more information, we welcome to our call Spencer Carter. And he is in Texas, and Texas is right here. Hey, Spencer, are you there? Hey, Derek. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing? Hi, Spencer. Welcome to the call. 
Well, yes. Uh, as you just uh, said, we're having a targeted individual rally in Las Vegas this Friday, December 9th. And it's uh, looking like it could be one of the most successful events of the year. Uh, we've had a lot of things fizzle out. We've had some protests with a few people here and there. But um, this rally looks like it could bring in dozens of people. It looks like it could be a true um, success in raising awareness in public for targeted individuals. Um, and the reason I'm so optimistic is because we've just really started promoting the event through mail-outs and online campaigns and ad purchases, and the response has been just overwhelmingly positive. Furthermore, there was a protest and demonstration this past weekend in Nevada at the detention center where Pete Santilli is being held. And um, his girlfriend and co-host, Deb Jordan, reported that over 100 people showed up. So you can look at that uh, by uh, searching for a Bundy, uh, Bundy rally in Pahrump, Nevada. That's where Pete Santilli is being held. And you'll see YouTube videos galore of just hundreds of people showing support for um, the uh, Bundy land protesters and uh, Pete Santilli, who was there to uh, cover it as a journalist. So it's looking like this could be a truly successful rally. So I'm very excited about this and hope everyone helps um, share the uh, event on Facebook and spread the word. Um, and I'd just like to give some background for, you know, new listeners. Uh, Pete Santilli is a journalist based out of uh, Ohio. He's got over 70,000 subscribers to his channel and over 23 million cumulative views to his broadcast. He's had um, numerous targeted individuals on his shows. He's one of the few journalists with any type of following to have targeted individuals on this show. He's had Tyrone Dew on repeatedly, and uh, he showed a ton of support for Tyrone Dew when he was unjustly uh, held for uh, psychiatric reprisal. He's had Robert Duncan on. He's had uh, Todd Giffen. He's had uh, just a number of other, you know, activists in our community. He's the, the broadcast Pete's dedicated to raising awareness against the, about the crimes against humanity that are carried out against targeted individuals have um, tallied uh, hundreds of thousands of views. So he's done a lot for our cause. But then, you know, after he starts doing all this stuff in the fall of 2015, you know, he starts getting harassed. Um, you know, he gets... Uh, he gets arrested because an, a cop uh, says he mistakenly thought Pete Santilli, this you know American journalist and military veteran, was on a uh, terrorist watch list. So he pulled him over in the fall of 2015, and then in the the winter of 2016, he got arrested in Oregon for covering a land rights protest there, and they held him without bail for six months and charged him of all these, you know, inexplicable conspiracy charges. And then right before the trial began, after he sat in jail without bail as a reporter for six months, 
they finally just dis- dismissed the charges. They said, we're dropping everything outright. We are, and all the other um, protesters were found not guilty. But they didn't even decide to try Pete. And he's being charged with the exact same thing in Nevada. He's, uh, he's being, um, you know, charged, uh, you know, against the First Amendment. He's being held without bail. And in my opinion, it's retaliation for um, all his work that he's done covering the crimes of the deep state and exposing uh, the human rights violations carried out against a targeted individual. The case against him in Nevada is entirely based on words, you know. I'm sure if President Obama was visiting the West Coast at the time of the protest that the Bundys made, they would have charged Pete with conspiracy to kill the president. They charged him with just every conspiracy in the book for merely being there as a journalist and covering, um, you know, the the protest. And why? Because he has TIs on his show. He talks about the TI issue. So he's been held without bail for nearly a year now, and we need to, you know, stand up for him. You know, we need to let him know he's not forgotten. And, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of locals in Nevada uh, associated with the Bondies who are uh, standing up for him. And I think because of all the uh, exposure he's brought towards the crimes carried out against targeted individuals, we need to stand behind him as well. So that's why I'm scheduling this rally. Um, you know, we, we've got it advertised on Facebook, Twitter. There's a meetup.com event. And uh, there's a web page with more information at freedomsos.com slash Pete. And um, as I mentioned, the rally this past weekend at the detention center where Pete's being held uh, drew at least 100 people. So uh, we're optimistic that, you know, this could be the biggest TI event of the year uh, this coming Friday. Uh, in downtown Vegas. So if you're anywhere near Las Vegas, I encourage you to road trip out there. If you're looking for an excuse for a Vegas vacation, I encourage you to buy a cheap plane ticket. You know, rooms are cheap this time of the year. I've seen them online at $40 a night. Also, there's international backpacker hostels in the area that go for $20 a night. I mean, it's a worthy cause. We need to get Pete free. You know, he's being charged for the exact same thing he was charged with in Oregon, and they dismissed the charges there. Cause, and, and you know what? They're probably going to end up dismissing the charges in Nevada. But if we don't, you know, raise awareness and, you know, make our voices heard, they might keep holding him, and they might keep, uh, you know, trying to get him to plead to some type of crime or something by holding him without bail you know, month after month. Uh, so we've got to stand up for Pete. And at the same time, we're going to be raising a lot of awareness for targeted individuals, people suffering from sly repression tactics based on COINTELPRO and Zerzetsung, and people suffering from self-weaponry assaults, namely the non-thermal effects of electromagnetic weapons that are used to torture us into subjugation on a regular basis. So um, please spread the word, and, uh, you know, I'm 
dedicating, you know, a lot of time to this, so I'll be available to answer anyone's questions. And uh, that sums up my speech. Okay. Thank you, Spencer. And do you know if you'll be able to attend? Uh, It's 50-50 for me. I'm in Texas, and I'm orchestrating everything, doing all the ads, all the um, events and all the web pages and um, organizing things. And we're going to have a uh, media outreach campaign for um, those that can't attend to, uh, you know, send out tweets and emails and everything to important politicians and media outlets in Nevada. So I'll either be participating in the online portion or in the uh, Nevada portion. But as I said, uh, flights are cheap, and I think I might be able to scrounge up enough money to get out there for a few days from Texas. It just depends. But I will be participating in one way or another, and I will be uh, you know, continuing my mail-outs and awareness raising. Um, you know, the, probably the best venue to raise awareness right now for everyone listening is through the uh, Facebook event. You can just uh, search for Pete Santilli or you can find it, the event link on my Facebook page, Spencer Carter. And there's an embedded feature that allows you to share it or invite friends. And uh, it's really easy to do because there's a little radio button that you press that says select all. So it'll send out, uh, you know, the invite to all your friends, and you can deselect people, say you don't want to invite your in-laws or your grandparents to it. You can deselect them easily enough. But that's a good way to, you know, for each and every one of us to spread the news to hundreds of people. Uh, I'm paying for ads right now on Facebook and Twitter, so that's another way that word's getting out, plus, you know, just it's spreading virally. So um, I hope everyone um, realizes the importance of this realizes what, uh, you know, Pete's done for us and realizes that this could be the biggest targeted individual rally of the year. So thanks for having well, me on, um, Derek. Who's going, to be, um, who's going to be hosting this event? It sounds like a, a good event, but um, is there going to be a host? Uh, yeah, I, there's a guy, um, you know, if I'm not there, you know, there's a guy who's um, local who I'm in touch with. So, you know, I'll let everyone know his name. I mean, his name's Darren. And uh, he's going to be there certain because he lives there in Las Vegas. So, you know, if I'm not able to get there from Texas, I mean, he'll be there. But, I mean, there's nothing really to host. Uh, we're just going to wave signs and hand out flyers and hopefully attract a lot of media attention and make the prosecutors realize that we're not going to stand for journalists being locked up and denied bail and charged with all these crimes based on words. Okay. Um, let's see. Before we uh, go any further, there's an um, announcement I had meant to make previous uh, to your announcement. And let me see if... if um, if Bev is, um, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, thank you very much. Uh, this is a TI occasion. Uh, I have a friend who has a talk show, and this is the second one he's done on TIs. It's Arizona at Work, 
And it's at 11 a.m. Mountain Time on Thursday morning, and it's on AM 1100 Phoenix. Um, you can call in at 602-277-5369 in Arizona, or you can go to 1100kfm.com. Uh, and Kathy Meadows is our clinical psychologist, and she's also a TI who will be uh, manning it. And Roman's very aware of this. He's gone in front of a judge with me. I couldn't find a TI to do it. And uh, he's been very supportive with this. And if you're outside of Arizona, you can call 866-536-1100. We're hoping Derek's going to be involved. It's just trying to get people together because most of the people that go on to Arizona at work uh, happen to be political and they happen to be local. So there's always only one line that's open uh, to this, you know, program. So anybody can listen to it, and uh, I just really appreciate having a friend that would do this for us because we're just kind of scattered here in Arizona, and it's really difficult. Many don't have any kind of transportation. Um, of course, money's always short for a lot. Um, I used to have meetings across the city years ago, but that got to be really overwhelming, too. Several of us have tried that, and it's hard to get them together. But we're just announcing that this is available, and uh, we really want the information out. So Kathy's consented. In fact, she was a lifesaver for me. She wrote up, she did a consult with me and uh, wrote up a nice uh, letter. And when I did go in front of a judge, I gave it to the judge and he read it and he said, you didn't have to do this. And I said, well, I have to let you know that there's another part of me, not what's the harassment is creating uh, this, but I do have another life and have had a life, and at least Kathy explained that, that, you know. So I, I really have appreciated her assistance. I think she's she's been good for this, and they uh, her letter was very appreciated. And obviously the judge, I could have been charged a large amount because I changed the whole way of, of this particular meeting uh, was supposed to be, and this corporation's been taken to, in front of a judge by me and by, and two other states also uh, under the same legislative office that covers these uh, home these uh, type retirement communities. So it's uh, there are ways to get it out that it's. I don't know how much longer I'll be allowed to live here either, too. It's been 20 years, and after 16 years, it, mm -hmm. it, it's been rough, and I think we have all have a rough time trying to get it out and trying to show our awareness and our sanity. So thank you very much. Okay. Well, thanks, Beth, for sharing that information. And, yes, we're all hoping that this harassment uh, uh, comes to an end somehow. Uh, we're striving for that. Um, well, at this time, we're going to open the calls to uh, questions for Spencer about this event on Friday uh, for those that plan to attend or those that have questions about it. 
go pray at this time to star eight as we begin our discussion. Okay, questions or comments for Spencer? Uh, feel free to start eight. Great. I guess I get a good job explaining it. <laughs> okay, someone from Washington, D.C. Okay. Question or comment? Let's see, let me try this again. Washington. No. Okay, are you there? Hi. Okay, hold on a second. Let me see something. Okay, uh, Spencer, there's a lot of noise coming from your line. Are you outside or something? But anyway, um, I'll unmute you in just a minute, but go ahead and answer with the question. Oh, Spencer, I just wanted to know um, if you would happen to know if there's anyone from the Los Angeles area coming down to uh, participate in, in the demonstration. I was wondering because maybe a group of us or some of us can get together and and uh, sort of share gas and ride together or something. Okay. Uh, anyone from the uh, L.A. area is the question if they're going to the rally. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I There are about 22 RSVPs. And, um, you know, one thing we definitely need to work on is structuring uh, the TI community by location. Uh, and that's what I know Derek's been doing and I've been doing to an extent with my meetup group. Um, but, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, if you um, – I is there, like, a contact person in uh, L.A., Derek, that's – you know, associated with PACs that could, uh, that I could email to see if she could pass the word on to Los Angeles TIs. Uh, I know there was Humanity Warriors, but uh, uh, their website's uh, no longer up, so I don't really know of who to contact in L.A. to get the word out. So I'm just doing broad-based, um, you know, uh just uh, broad-based uh, advertising. Um, so uh, I couldn't really tell you. Um, well, that would be... Um, uh, probably Dolores would have the list of uh, those in the L.A. area, although she is not uh, the L.A. coordinator. Um, she would... Uh, she would probably... Familiar with those in the LA area more so than anyone else. Um, I can check with her and see if, if anyone is contacting her about about attending. But, um, so far, I mean, if you haven't heard of anybody um, planning to be there from LA, then more likely she hasn't either. I think Harris is forty dollars a night during the week. And there's uh, the Las Vegas Hostel, which is $20 a night, and the Sin City Hostel, which is, you know, a European international backpacker hostel. But they let you stay there if you have an out-of-state ID, and that's only $20 a night. Uh, and um, 
a bus from LA is I don't know fifty dollars, but yeah, I mean you could look into ride sharing sites. I know the they aren't TI related, but uh, I know there are a lot of ride sharing sites out in LA where you could um, maybe get out there and just uh, you know bring a sign and you know uh, raise awareness. But um, I will. Um, I mean, I just don't have a list of TIs by location. Um, so when uh, um, if you message me, um, I will you know make a note of that and. Uh, if another LATI messages me, or if I can locate some in my meetup group, then I will put y'all in touch with each other. Okay, that sounds good. Great. I'm Spencer thanks. Carter on Facebook. Thank you. Okay, thanks for your question, Nancy. Okay, uh, Barbara, do you have a question or comment? She was disconnected. Just as she was unmuted. I guess she'll be calling back in a couple minutes. Okay, if you're just joining us, we're talking with uh, Spencer Carter, who is the organizer for a rally in Las Vegas this weekend uh, on Friday in support of Pete Sam Philly. If you have a question or comment for him, feel free to star eight at this time to join our discussion. Hi, Darren. Okay. How, how's everybody doing? Oh, hi. So is that you? Yep. Um, oh, okay. I, I, yeah, it is. Uh, I just um, missed the first half hour, so if I ask a question that has already been discussed, I apologize. Um, oh, I'm oh, sorry oh. to hear that Pete Centilli is in, is uh, being, it sounds to me, unlawfully detained. Um, but he does have, if I think last week when we talked about him, he does have uh, um, lawyers, right? So uh, I I just don't, I, my, how do I want to say this? I think there's a huge, a bigger picture to all of this. And it actually includes us and many, many other people throughout the nation. And, and that is um, corruption. Uh, so I, I guess I, starting from scratch, uh, for example, I, I heard from a, another TI who lives in uh, North Carolina, and he wants to start a class action lawsuit. Um, <clears throat> um, and I know that we've discussed um, laws and class action lawsuits and things of that nature before. And I think, Derek, you said it's really very difficult to get a uh, a bill through, and uh, I guess my my thought is this: How do we go up against a massive syndicate of corruption and crime and stop uh, this type of thing? It, it, especially when it's backed by corporations. I mean, clearly, Pete Centilli, Centilli, Centilli 
is being unlawfully detained because of corporate power. That's really what's behind all of this. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but um, but you got to keep in mind that they're not all powerful. I mean, they're very influential. Um, I mean, he was freed from those charges in Oregon. He was exonerated. So, you know, things do happen. Justice does prevail a lot of the time, I would say. Um, so I'm, he's actually looking for something similar to happen in Nevada. I don't see why. In the meantime, he's losing any income that he would be. I mean, in in situations like this, there should be some sort of um, uh, compensation. For example, if if it if it ends up that they have to, and they theoretically they'd have to let him go because he really isn't guilty of a crime. Uh, they should be providing him with uh, damages, monetary damages. Well, that would be up to him, you know, to press, uh, press for those once he's released. Uh, they probably had uh, some reason why they, they kind of invented some charges to arrest him. They just probably wanted him to, um, uh, I mean, he was being such an agitator. They just wanted to arrest him for something. You know, if I were to guess, uh, they know that he wasn't guilty of trying to, um, you know, incite the crowd to any type of violence or or to take over the, um, the building or anything like that. He was just kind of a, um, kind of a loudmouth if they just wanted to kind of uh, arrest, I suppose. So anyway, that's basically what happened there, in my opinion. They just wanted him to. I just want to kind of flex the muscles a little bit. Well, they've been flexing it for far too long. You know, um, for example, this man has been in in prison or jail for how long? You know, it's one thing to uh, unlawfully detain someone for a short period of time, maybe a day or two. But how long has he been unlawfully detained? Well, several months. And that is really what this is. He's being unlawfully uh, imprisoned with tr- with uh, ridiculous charges that should have been uh, just like uh, the other place. He should have been let go. Oh, so well. who, who is our government to decide who's a journalist and who's not, for example? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they... they kind of wanted to um, to claim their power again or something like that. And I, I believe that's what happened there. Uh, but anyway, um, they'll probably release him, as far as I can tell, in February. They don't really have um, uh, any more evidence in Nevada than they had in Oregon, as far as I know. What are his charges in Nevada? They're conspiracy. They're all conspiracy charges, just you know, based on words. You know, he it's it's the equivalent of arresting Rachel Maddow for reporting on the anti-Trump demonstrations. 
when tens of thousands of people blocked the streets and wreaked havoc after Trump was elected in mid-November. That's what's happening here. Would we arrest Wolf Blitzer for reporting on uh, the Trump, the anti-Trump demonstrations? No. And Pete was reporting on these protests in Nevada, you know, and just as Wolf Blitzer might have been a Clinton supporter, Pete, you know, was, you know, took the favorable view towards the protesters in Nevada. So, you know, it's just it's charges based on words. You're absolutely right. They're trumped up. He's being unjustly held, and Derek's right as well. They just wanted to shut him up because he was an agitator. He was bringing on so many targeted individuals in the months leading up to his arrest and uh, shining a lot of light uh, on uh, this, uh, you know, illegal subjugation program, you know, whatever you want to call it, the targeted individual program, the monarch program, that they were just looking for, you know, a sly little way to silence him. And this is how they did it. And, you know, because, you know, roaches, they, they scatter when you shine lights on them. And that's why they don't like Pete Santilli, because he's shining lights on these cockroaches that are running this CI program. So, um, you know, we need to just raise awareness of this, his unjust treatment and fight the fight in the court of public opinion and also use this for the benefit of the targeted individual community as a whole to show that, you know, these crimes are happening, that, you know, just because the public remains ignorant of electromagnetic weaponry um, doesn't mean that fact can't change and people become you know, wiser and more educated as time goes by. You know, it happened with the MK Ultra victims. It happened with the Madoff whistleblowers. It happens. And, you know, we need it to happen sooner rather than later because we're all um, suffering right now. Um, well, according to the uh, news media, uh, Cecilia, um, now Pete is being charged. Um, and I found an article about that. He's facing charges of a conspiring to assault federal officers and brandishing a firearm in relation to a crime of violence. And there was mention about him carrying a weapon. And uh, so that that might be, that was something I guess. Isn't that carrying a weapon um, one of our um, rights, you know? Uh, right, he's right, not right. mentally. Just, he hasn't been labeled as mentally ill like targeted individuals are falsely labeled as mentally ill. Is that correct? Okay. Now, what they are saying, uh, Cecilia, is that he was brandishing a firearm in relation to a crime of violence. Mm-hmm. So that now that's oh, something. Oh, you mean like he showed it? He was. He had it in his hand, and is that what you're saying? Brandishing? You mean he was ready to fire? But, it? Yeah. Yeah, brandish. Yeah, he was. Uh, so it wasn't. It wasn't in, in a holster or something. Right, right. He had. It sounds like he had it out and was maybe um, waving it around or, or something that might might have looked threatening to them. Or I see. I see. I understand. Like now, that. is that a true? Uh, is that true or is that false? Uh, I, just, I, I, I haven't heard that, and I wouldn't uh, trust. You know. The opposition interpretation of the the events, you know, they paint, you know, uh, a molehill into a mountain. 
So listen, you know, I think I think we're all well aware that the uh, people of the United States no longer trust the government or law enforcement or lawyers, hospitals. You know, I, I it's it's. It's well, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far, Cecilia. A lot I, of people I, do. I would. I would. That's the difference between you and I, Derek. Uh, uh, I literally, you know, being a targeted so individual, am still appalled that that they were able to uh, put me, to, take, uh, lure me into a uh, procedure, a medical procedure, and brutally right. force me under anesthesia and maim my entire back. And there's nothing right. I can do about it. Zero, nothing. So, uh, so trust is something that I don't have. Respect is something that I don't have for our our government elect. When they sit behind their desks after we have elected them, and they do not help us. Okay. Well, I, I agree that that you have been unjustly treated, Cecilia. Uh, that I'm sure that is absolutely true. What I'm saying though is that a lot of people in this country still do trust the police, including uh, many TIs in in the community. And they're you know like I I try to uh, warn them about the police and what could happen, and they're like, well, why can't I go to the police? Why can't I talk to them? And and I have to explain over and over again to them about um, the risks of uh, talking to the police and what can happen. Listen, uh-huh. I, I understand where you're coming from. And I have I have family member who is uh, a former police officer. Actually, he has passed away now. And so uh, typically when there's a situation between police and uh, thugs, I will I will side with the police. So I understand what you're yeah. saying. And and quite frankly, uh, uh, the police where I live right now have been um, uh, uh, the first two that showed up because of vandalism um, of my personal property uh, did not deny when I told them that I was a targeted individual. They, they Their reaction and their words were that of knowledge, and, and uh, they understood what I was talking about. They didn't treat me. Uh, as a lesser person or a person who might be mentally ill, they they acknowledge the crime. Let me put it this way: without coming out and saying we understand that the crime exists, their words were that were um, to me that they they knew what I was talking about. Um, they knew the crime of organized stalking. They knew about the crime of organized stalking. Um, um, so. Uh, in that respect, uh, I understand. Now, when I was down in Lake Forest, Cal- uh, California, which is the Orange County Sheriff's Department, the police there um, that came to our door when we had to call them um, treated me as though I was mentally ill. So uh, maybe that's the difference. Maybe city police uh, aren't participating in it, um, but maybe the county sheriff's department in each state, in every in in every state, uh, might be part of this. Might be part of whatever uh, this um, corrupt and criminal uh, actions that we that are beset upon us that we suffer. Um, uh, th- there's no denying that some of the police do this. I've seen it on on the YouTube channels. One gal was a teacher. Uh, and she didn't understand why the police followed her everywhere she went. And they didn't even try to hide it. And she took out her camera 
and she parked her car in a uh, like a grocery store or a Target center or a Kmart center. And she took her camera and she got out and she she said, there he is. And there he was. The police officer he just pulls right up and uh, he just sits there and watches her, just watches her. Now, that that is stalking. Um, that is organized stalking. Um, I wish I could find that uh, YouTube video because I'd like to see I'd like to see if it was city or county police doing that. I, let me put it this way. Here we have an organization, PACS, and we had freedom from covert harassment and surveillance. Where are the statistics that uh, anybody has gathered that said when they're, when they're um, harassed by the police, we need to find out who the, what kind of police they are. Are they city? Are they county? How many they, people oh, in... Okay. You most know what I mean? Yeah, most people... That's an interesting question. I would venture to say that most people live in a city versus the county. Um, but they both can participate uh, in this to some degree. Um, I guess we have to be careful about labeling, at least I would be careful about labeling labeling the police in general as mm-hmm. uh, participating in this because not all of them do. And some of them have um, helped GIs on some occasions in various ways. Uh, I know some that uh, I know there are, there are a few GIs that um, have uh, police officers in confidence, and they send them information and and so forth. And um, yeah, I mean it's systemic. It. It, it, it's systemic. It comes down from the ruling elite, the power elite. Exactly. You know, in exactly. Nazi Germany, if you question. The uh, Nazi cult in the 1930s, you're put in a mental institution. In the Soviet Union with Dozetung and COINTELPRO, if you question, you know, the Politburo bosses, you're put in a mental institution. You know, that's the rule of the day. If you say that, you know, electromagnetic weapons can be used to selfly torture people, you're put in a mental institution. No scientific investigations made. Uh, that's the end of the story. And it's not the cops. No, 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 no. That's that. not the end of the story. That yeah. is not the end of the story. That's well, yeah, only, it is. That's the end of the possible. story, right, how it is right now. That's what we're at. That's no, why, no, no, that's why no. we gotta, exist, because we're changing that, because we're raising awareness of that by educating the public and changing that, because, you know, that's, that's the law of the land right now. That, you know, you, you compare our situation to that of the Kennedy assassination researchers, you know. There's overwhelming evidence that a conspiracy by the CIA was carried out to assassinate Kennedy. But, you know, if you said that or if you talked about that in the 60s or the 70s, you'd be blackballed by the government or you'd be, you know, uh, subjected to a COINTELPRO campaign to drive you crazy and to uh, neutralize you. It's just, okay, well, you know, well, unjust well, things well, exist trying. since the beginning of time, and this is just one of them. And the only way to fight it is massive public awareness. That's why they operate with these dirty little tricks that you can't prove. You know, you can take all the YouTube videos you want of cops following you, and people say you look crazy. You know what's happening, but you can't prove it. So that's why they developed these tactics of their debts and COINTELPRO for decades in the East German Stasi colleges. Literally, they had 
colleges with professors working for decades developing these Zersetsing and COINTELPRO tactics because it's a way to repress and psychologically terrorize someone without them gaining tangible evidence and proving it. So, you know, it's just a matter of raising awareness, you know. In the 60s and 70s, Paul Brodeur, the guy who discovered that asbestos caused cancer, a very well-respected investigative journalist for The New Yorker, he said, you know, here are countless civilian studies and military studies that show the thermal and non-thermal effects of electromagnetic radiation can alter your behavior, can control your mind, can create urges in your body, and can even kill you. And, you know, the technology's advanced substantially since then, but it's been repressed and classified. And due to the, our national security state and due to the ever-ballooning bu- uh, budgets after 9-11 and, you know, the, you know, the ever-increasing amount of secrecy in the name of nas- national security, it's becoming worse and worse. Even if uh, the FFCHS statistics showed targetings increased rapidly since 9-11. So, you know, that's, you know, I mean, that's just what we've got to make known. I think, Derek, you and I agree on the same thing. We were just wording it differently, you know. It's not the end of the story in that, you know, we're changing that and we're educating people and we're bringing how, awareness to the these technologies. The question really is how, how do we stop it? How do we, how do we... Um... I'll tell you how. I've studied law. This is Dave Case. Uh Title 42, 1983, it was Supreme Court ruling, no officer of the court may violate your civil rights without redress and compensation. Well, I had I had an officer of the court and workers' compensation violate my rights. More than oh, one yeah, time? Yeah. More than well, one. Well, the cops, the police, just like any other uh, group, they have their idiots. Uh, in our town years ago... The state troopers would pull over all the pretty women. You know, police will do what they want to do until you stop them. And you have to do this through Title 42, 1983. And once they have to pay uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for violating your civil rights, they will educate their police departments because they can't afford not to. Right now, nobody stops them. They let the police do what they want. And everybody ends up in jail. And many police forces are told, arrest everybody at the crime scene and let the court work it out. You know, it's not just the police. It's our courts as well. It's a court, family courts, criminal courts, workers' compensation courts. They're all corrupt. Right. And that's Title 42 covers. They are conspiring. They know they'll be ridiculed and subjected to gang stalking themselves if they acknowledge the existence of this technology. So there's not some conspiracy where all the judges and cops get together. It's just open knowledge, and they're quite aware of it, that they'll be subjected to this torture and ridiculed by the press and the ruling elite, which finds it very useful to have electromagnetic weaponry in their toolbox that any cop out there knows they'll be ridiculed and driven out of their job and lose their mortgage and life if they acknowledge this stuff. So it's not like some top-down conspiracy. It is at the very top, but, you know, those people are anonymous. Those people are in the uh, underground bunkers in Maryland and Virginia or the Nevada desert where they're, you know, running these control centers that are monitoring us, you know. 
and that can dial into anyone like a cell phone, basically. If you read William Arkin, a military researcher, in some of his books, you know, the technology they have is incredible. In hyperspectral imaging, uh, you know, the words of Ben Rich, the Lockheed Skunk Works director, the guy who invented the stealth bomber, uh, military technology is 50 years beyond civilian technology. It would make George Lucas uh, jealous. There's not one silver bullet that's going to end these heinous crimes that are being carried out against targeted individuals in the Monarch program or whatever you want to call it. It's going to be a series of stepping stones. We need to model our uh, efforts on, you know, what the civil rights activists did. We need to model our litigation efforts and what the Kennedy assassination researchers have done, what Coretta Scott King did to win her lawsuit against the federal government. She didn't have a smoking gun, but she convinced a jury of 12 people in a federal lawsuit that the CIA conspired to and did kill her husband. We need to model our efforts on what the MK Ultra victims did. So there's a um, you know, there's a dozen different approaches we need to take from activism to awareness to education to forming advocacy groups like PACs to forming political, acti- uh, uh, political action committees to engaging in class action litigation to educating the public to handing out flyers. It's going to be, you know, hundreds of different stepping stones and hundreds of different ap- approaches, just like the civil rights protesters did. And it took them decades. Hopefully it doesn't take us that long. But, you know, eventually the truth has its way of coming out. So there's not going to be a silver bullet that solves this problem. It's going to be a series of stepping stones and dedicated activism. Can I say something quickly? I was yeah, back. I know I've been rattling on. You Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I have to be amused for another thing, but the subject just keeps going in another direction. Uh, we do have, now, I, I agree, we have had people hearing us complain and we got nothing for years and years and years. There is a chance that someone might be listening now. I think it's very important for us to make our make our truth known in Washington because, I mean, this guy's going from one end of the spectrum to the other to get different kinds of opinions in order to form his opinions. And I appreciate that. This is an anti-establishment administration that's coming in, and I'm very anti-establishment. And I'm glad that the establishment that's been there for so long on both sides is is pretty much uh, nulled for the moment. So that's that's a possibility. But the main thing I wanted to say is back to Pete Santelli. Uh, I I really wasn't a fan because I I didn't listen to him. He he was kind of lewd, and when I saw his uh, first thing he did was hold up this phallic symbol or something. I thought I really oh. don't want to listen to him. Excuse me. Uh, this was about four years ago, long time ago, and yeah. I know that there were there were TIs who really appreciated the fact that he addressed our issue, and a lot of a lot of TIs have stayed with that. But also a couple of years ago. He was one of the very main um, reasons for FFCHS being blown away. He said some horrible things about Derek and accused him of things that um, were pretty outlandish. He he has a very big mouth, so he could have just gotten himself in trouble with his mouth. I don't know him, like I said, and I'm not taking a stand on whether he's innocent or not innocent. I don't know. But I do think TIs ought to understand that if you haven't been listening to these calls for a long time. FFCHS was a very strong, and we were getting pretty strong there until there were some monkey wrenches thrown into it. 
and we're Billy oh, gave we're FFCHS a massive amount of attention. He gave, he gave an eight-hour of freedom broadcast for FFCHS, which exposed it to tens of thousands of people. And in the months leading up to his arrest in the last year, he brought on people from Tyrone Dew to Todd Giffen and amassed hundreds of thousands of views, raising awareness of the targeted individual topic. So I don't know what happened two years ago. The only thing I know that happened two years ago is Pete uh, organized the Freedom Livecast, which, you know, brought the voices of Derek Robinson, Magnus Olson, John Hall, Seth Barber, and countless other experts on the subject to tens of thousands of people. Uh, so he's not perfect. No one's perfect. I don't know why you're uh, trying to, you know, uh, talk about, you know, how he, you know, made a lewd remark or something and should be ignored and forgotten about. But she didn't I, uh, say, well, she didn't say he should be ignored. She said that's why she didn't like him because of the, well, of then what, she went on you know, women are going to like that. So it, let me just, well, let me, wait just a moment. Women, my church. Can I just respond to that, sir? I'm okay, with her. Uh, if if, uh, if um, somebody starts let her talking. Finish. Let her finish. May I finish? <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I was asking Spencer to let her finish. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. I was just going to say, that's the reason I didn't listen to him, was because he held up some rude symbol. But what bothers me about all the support that he's getting right now is that he was such a major force in splitting this group that uh, is taking a long time to get back together. We're doing well. Derek's a good leader, and he has his own way, but he's being his, he's being his usual, very gracious self tonight, and I appreciate that. I guess that's all I need to say. I've already said enough. Okay. Well, um, I know what Lonnie's talking about, and yeah, um, she was instrumental in, in um, dismantling FFCHS, and it was something that she had a hand so? in plotting for over a year. How so? How, how, how did so? that happen? Uh, it's something that has been, it didn't just happen. It was something that was been plotted for over a year before it happened. So, hmm. and he had a hand in that. So, um, and then, you know, all the slander, you know, so I personally, um, I'm not anxious to see Pete out of jail because because he was away during this time. It allowed us a time, PAX International, to reorganize and get back on our feet. If he had been around, it would have been much more difficult, but maybe even impossible. So um, I don't begrudge this time, and I'm not anxious to see him out of jail myself. But he, well, um, he I, I would wouldn't. ask, I guess I would say to Pete Santilli, Santilli, sorry, I can't pronounce his last name, why on earth would you inhibit an organization's ability to help targeted individuals by bad-mouthing them. So, um, but if, but nevertheless, if he has been charged with false, false crime, then he shouldn't be uh, unjustly jailed. Nobody should. Uh, We're being, um, we're being unjustly targeted. There's no reason for us to be. Yeah, there's a lot of things that went on up there, and from what I can tell, Pete was kind of being obnoxious up there, and that's part of the reason they just used some excuse to grab him. So, um, you know, well, anyway, there, there was just a lot of ill will that happened, and one thing led to another, and he ended up being arrested, is what yeah. I see that happened there. 
and um, and they're just kind of using this excuse to throw more charges at him. And he, they probably realize he'll be released, you know, because of and they just maybe wanted to. Um, there are a lot of uh, um, uh, animo- a, a lot of animosity have built up, you know, in the town amongst the you know the, the officers and the and uh, these protesters that came in from who knows where. And um, it was just a lot that went on and a lot of drama that uh, we probably didn't even see on camera. So I think Pete got caught up in all of that. And so I think that's basically what happened. So, you know, as far as the community is concerned, uh, you know, it, it was the time that we needed to get back together. Um, and I don't really begrudge uh, personally, the time he was there, it just it just had to be. But Pete isn't the figurehead of the community; he's just one piece of the puzzle. I I have a new activism campaign every week or every month, and uh, I think uh, you know we need a voice that has a lot of followers in the media, and uh, he's the best we got right now. And uh, that's not the only reason I'm supporting him here. I mean, I don't think people or journalists should be locked up for covering controversial events as reporters. Um, that's, that's a dangerous president for all Americans. And I, you know, I'm just glad we're having this discussion and getting different viewpoints. I know, um, I guess, or well, from what I'm hearing now, you know, I don't know much about how FFCHH split up, but I take it a lot of people were saying a lot of mean things about each other and uh i think it shows derek to be um the bigger man here and reflect highly upon him to uh discuss this topic about uh raising awareness of pete's unjust compensation if pete says something untowards towards derek it makes him it reflects highly upon derek so i'm glad we're having this discussion I might I might uh, remind everybody that um, some of what may have happened in the past, some of the things that we say that may hurt other people's feelings, is not intentional, and it could be part of the mind control uh, crap they have going. We have no idea how advanced, far advanced their mind control uh, uh, technology is, and I certainly have uh, uh, w- uh, how do I want to say witnessed. Uh, I'm a witness to forced speech. I'm a witness to going to court and not being able to say what you want to say all of a sudden when it's your turn to talk. Um, uh, You know, so, and that's all done through mind control. So, I mean, if they can do that uh, by sending radio waves or microwaves or whatever waves they're able to do this uh, uh, through, who knows what else they could do? Um, so uh, I would uh, ask everyone to be uh, very forgiving of each other in the event something uh, odd is said or something hurtful is said because I can't imagine any one of us trying to hurt the other person. We're hurt enough. Okay, well, see, the question I have is what is yeah, well play once he's released? You know, what is his attitude going to be once he is released, is he going to splinter the community further? 
when he gets out. So I'm I'm not really anxious to see that happen because I understand. Uh, and, and my response know. to that, Derek, would be, uh, let's see, let's see. And certainly, uh, maybe it's time uh, the the crew, the the bulk of us, get together and say, Pete, no way, man, we're together. We're we're working together. Right. You know, either get on the bus or get off the bus. Right, right. So, yeah, there was a lot of chaos that was surrounding, and all of that was happening at the same, around the time of his arrest. So, you know, it kind of happened at a moment when um, the chaos was um, uh, was just about to start, and um, he was... He was out of the picture, and things happened, and they came back together, and he wasn't around to make things worse. So that's the way I see it. I I like to add something, too, because I'm kind of newer, so I wasn't in on Pete's eight-hour videos or anything, but I was there to hear what he said about Derek, and that is a phone call I will never forget. What was said? Arlene and Pete, he kept yelling Derek should be in jail. He stole the money. He was just yelling and screaming. It was the same phone call as Darlene. Point being, um, I'm sure that Pete has spoken up against others besides TIs, you know, civil disobedience, the Bundys and all. But, Spencer, I have to make a comment on something. I've heard you speak several times, and what I hear you using is, almost a form of guilt to get the TIs to feel that they need to go. I haven't heard you say much about him standing up for, you know, the Bundys and stuff, but I hear over and over and over again, he stood up for the TIs. You need to, you owe this to him. That's just my objective opinion after having heard you speak a few times. So since we're all being up front and honest, I never knew this was going to be such a hot subject tonight. Um, I'd uh, like that's to say exactly something. what I'm doing, and I'm not trying to conceal that. Um, I think that's why that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm supporting him. Spencer, um, not to be, you know, getting look. I I know that Centilli when they, there's a video on YouTube. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay, there's a video of Centilli with Jordan, I believe, in his truck. He's going into Oregon, and he gets pulled over by the police at the area, and he has rifles stacked in behind the seats. The police ask him, what is he doing with them? He says, well, I'm an ex-Marine. Now, I'm sorry, but you don't see anybody like Anderson Cooper or anybody that's a journalist go to any of these things with guns. You don't take a heated situation like the Bundys or Oregon or anywhere and do journalism and carry guns. It does not. That doesn't, doesn't listen, uh, just to respond to that, that doesn't mean that he actually did that. He could have been falsely charged because they want him off. The no, there's the video. Go look on YouTube. It's there. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, it's were there. The guns, were the guns in his car or was he chasing? It was in rock? his truck. They were okay. right. Well, I mean, I'm from Texas, so everyone I know has a gun in their car. But I mean, well, that's, that's, that's true. And then getting out of your car and 
firing. Well, a gun where or I'm from, they're legal too. You can you can wear your gun anywhere in this state. But the point being, when you are a journalist, you do not do that. Well, what I I don't I don't what what was this traffic stop related to? Was he you know doing no, a live broadcast? No, it wasn't broadcast? a traffic stop. Okay. It was not. It was in Oregon. You could see the trees around him. You could see it was dirt roads. He was going into it. He was going into it, and he did not stick to the journalism. He stuck to the fact that he was a Marine. He had his rifles. Um, He was at the site. Now, you do not do that. Now, I know in my state, he tried to do a citizen's arrest with our senator here which I do not think he should have done. The guy was in Washington. It was an old case. It was ridiculous. I thought it was something to build his career. Um, We want to keep, I believe, that in order for a better understanding or who we are, targeted individuals, we would like to have our senators or our you know, political people listen to us or be behind us, not think we're idiots. And I know that some of our people were down there and handing out flyers. I just don't think he had our interests at heart. I, uh, I'd i like to respond to that. I think you're right. Uh, we can't act like idiots. We have to, uh, we have to um, speak intelligently. We have to look uh, um, uh, together like we're together. Uh, and we certain, and uh, I would say a, a good example of demonstrating uh, would be the water protectors in uh, North uh, Dakota. Uh, they, I mean, look at the abuse they they went through. I mean, literally abuse on the people that abused them, whether they were hired uh, uh, law enforcement or or fake law enforcement or whoever they were. They had no right to shoot at those people. They had no right to spray. Um, uh, um, garbage in their face that burned their eyes. I don't. I don't know where really what it was, um, but uh, all the while those people, uh, they didn't bring. I don't think they brought any guns there, uh, and they called themselves water protectors rather than um, giving themselves a, a name that might be misconstrued as aggressive. So um, I think they did it the right way, and we need to do it the right way as well. Um, uh, I I don't know what Pete Santelli did. Um, if if he was brandishing a gun, uh, uh, you know, he'd have to provide a very good excuse as to why he felt it was necessary to pull his gun. Uh, well, he didn't. Thing. I don't. You know, this was not that situation. I did not see that one. The one that I'm talking about is a video on YouTube. It is Oregon. It's when he was going in. They were already pulling them over. She's His girlfriend must be because it's a female, and she's sitting in it. It's bucket seats. So you can clearly see the rifles sitting there. And um, the officer asked him, what is this for? And he just stuck to, I'm an ex-Marine, da-da-da-da-da. You know, and I looked at that and I thought, oh, my God, no real, you know, a good reporter doesn't do that. (laughs) A broadcasting person does not do that. 
And I'm wondering if they could hold their license and do that. You don't need a, well, I mean, I get what you're saying. It doesn't look, it's not the norm for the industry to, um, I guess he had a rifle in his car when he was driving out there. I mean, it's, he's a, there is a, a pro of, second amendment. Look at the video. The only thing I'm the other thing. I mean, it's no, pointless. They I don't dropped the charges against him. It's forever. not illegal. I mean, every journalist has their shtick, and uh, he's not perfect, and he's not the leader of our community. He's just a guy who shouldn't be locked up for reporting on controversial events. Uh, I mean, he he wasn't running around with a rifle aiming him at uh, police officers. It was in his personal Well, what was his goal and reasoning, though, Spencer? You don't know that. You know, it's it's like I'm you know I'm not a fan of his, but I'm also not totally against. I do think that he has the right to a speedy trial, a sense of fairness, like all of us want. But you know, down here, I was very concerned at his wanting to arrest our senator. I thought it was totally ridiculous. He came all the way from Ohio and did it on a weekend. It just was stupid. It was senseless. Um, and our senator is nobody here that you want to jerk around. You know, I, you know, I have enough problems with my own targeting, so I can't really, I don't want to say where. But, um, I, you know, I was not happy when I heard that. Well, the you, organ charges you, were dismissed and everyone was found not senator's guilty. Office. Uh, what? I mean, if you're uh, uh, I, it's a stunt. It's a radio stunt. Howard Stern to Don Imus, they all do it. They all do it to get viewers. He's and, a uh, shock jock. Howard Stern is a hot, he's a shock jock. He is all, not a journalist. Little... The, the shtick is different than reporting a story. Okay, they're, being they're, on they're the media. Air is it's different. media. They're media. They're media personalities, and that's what people in the media do to get viewers. And I, I just kind of shrug it off. I, I, you know, I listen to Alex Jones a lot, and you know, the only time he'll get you know attention on CNN is when he calls Glenn Beck a goblin from hell or Obama a demon. You know, and you listen to Alex Jones, and he, 99% okay. of what he says is intellectual Spencer. discourse. But, you know, Spencer. the only time That's he gets on attention is when That's he gets... That's on the air. Um, that is not at the site. No, you go you look at Alex Jones on YouTube, and he's in front of the Alamo with an AR-15 waving it around in favor of open carry laws. This is Alex Jones. He has tens of millions of viewers well, you know, it it makes Pete's, it makes Pete's video tell in comparison. Does that sound right? Is that the Yes, because he's uh, uh, protesting the, the violation of the Second Amendment and the erosion of the Second Amendment. So you watch Alex Jones, who has a hundred times the number of viewers as Pete's utility, and he's waving an AR-15 in public, walking around with it, celebrating the Second Amendment. It's not something I would personally do, but it's what journalists do to get viewers and to make points, you know. It's legal, and it gets the point across. So, and it also you know, gives people debt. Um, I sound like everyone's just airing. 
kind of interject a little bit. Um, Spencer, it's just that Pete has had a history with this community that maybe you weren't aware of, or maybe you aren't aware of his history, uh, basically. And um, Pam is right. He is a shock job, basically. He's not a journalist. Um, and he has actually um, angered a lot of people in the community to the point that they were, many of them, many people were kind of coming to me and saying, do we really want Pete Sintilly to represent this community? There was kind of a a movement to kind of distance ourselves from him uh, just before the uh, the Oregon incident happened. So I didn't really have to, you know, take a stand one, one way or the other. It's basically one member of our community that kind of introduced him to us and uh, introduced this issue to him which he took very seriously. Very few very few radio personalities have taken up the have taken up our cause the way he did. And uh he kind of did so wholeheartedly and that kind of impressed some people in in our community at the beginning, but then his personality came uh tended to shine through and just some of the things that he was doing kind of turned off a lot of people like um um, like Lonnie was saying, you know, some of the things he was doing were kind of very distasteful. So, um, so yeah, some people wanted to kind of distance themselves from the kind of things he was doing. And now that he's arrested, he's kind of, you know, um, and for the things that he was doing, I mean, he was carrying these, these rifles, he was being obnoxious to the people in the town, and all that was on camera. Well, as no. I said, Alex oh. Jones, who has ten times the listeners, you know, he'll he'll go and give speeches where everyone's waving rifles. But you know, Spencer, we're we I are mean, that's, we're that's targeted how, individuals. We have attention. to pay for the crap. He's not our leader or figurehead. I mean, the point of this discussion so is I'm saying how long that, have you been targeted? Uh, my whole life. My whole life, and it's killed three of my family members. They've murdered three of my family members, and they torture me nonstop with electromagnetic weaponry, and I get gang-stalking wherever I go. Uh, so, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. I know that not, that's my point. None of us get it easily, and sometimes there's consequences for the things that we do or try to change or make better, and then there's consequences you don't even know what the consequences are for. It's not good. It's awful. But, um, yes, and I, I forgot, Mr. Sintilli has also made called one of my friends here and all of our friends that does great work with us and tries to teach us of shielding and threaten him over the phone. Oh, yeah, I remember that incident. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, and I yeah, no, has, that doesn't um, fly with me. That that, that wasn't a, a good uh, incident. Yeah, Pete is very, um, he has a temper. And sometimes that comes out. And there was just a lot of drama that he got involved with in the community because of one person that he's, um, he was associated with. And that's probably why a lot of these things happened and what kind of, um, that's one of the things that that uh, brought him into a lot of uh, drama in this community because of um, the person that kind of uh, introduced him. I'm not going to name him, 
but he was the one that uh, that really brought this attention, this this cause to pay attention. At the same time, this person is a drama king, and he is a firebrand uh, person, and uh, he created a lot of enemies in the community, and he brought a Pete Santilli into a lot of that, which basically I was his enemy, declared enemy. I, I really had nothing against him. He had some stuff against me for, for whatever reason I really do not understand, nor do I know about. But anyway, Pete got into, um, you know, that was some drama with Pete there as well as his own stuff that kind of turned a lot of people off in this community. But anyway, there's two sides to this to this uh, issue with Pete. Um, yeah, he wants to do a lot for targeted individuals. At the same time, he's carrying a lot of baggage with this community. And I think what's really being said here is as targets, especially now, I don't know, I see a lot happening now. I'm becoming very kind of untrusting of who I hear on the phone calls and stuff, which is not the way I've been. But I think what's being said, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is that because of what Derek just said, there have been problems. A lot of us have heard things. We want to be very careful, have to be very careful, as to what we do and who we associate with because we've all been, excuse the term, screwed in in these kinds of processes. So I think that's just really what's happening here. Everybody is just trying to talk this out so they can decide, you know, how, how involved do I want to get in this with this person? I could be wrong. Yeah, um Spencer, this is a um, hot-button issue in our community. Um, I'm sorry to say, I mean, you picked a person that was kind of central to a lot of drama. Well, you know, uh, it reflects highly upon you for having this discussion. I'm sorry, you know, there was drama in the past. And I hope we can all focus on the future. You know, I, if you don't want to be involved with them, don't be involved with them. I don't know that I'll even be involved with them. I would just like to see a journalist that's being held about Bell free because it sets a bad president and erodes the First Amendment. And because he has 70,000 viewers and over 23 million cumulative views, on YouTube, and he's the only one with that many viewers that wants to talk about targeted individuals on a regular basis. So it's one, you know, stepping stone out of a hundred that we need to approach. You know, it's it's one of you know the many ways that we're going to end this by doing you know countless things, activism, getting people in the media talking about it, getting groups like PACs strengthened and organized. So that's why I'm doing it. And, you know, it's the meetup I'm focused on this week, and I'm glad to be filled in on this history and to get everyone's viewpoint. So um, I, well, uh, the, I hope you... the rally is a success because it's not only is it about P, it's going to raise awareness of targeted individuals. Most people don't know the term. So when they see, you know, dozens of targeted individuals out on the corner in front of the federal building in Nevada, they're going to Google this stuff and they're going to talk to us and they're going to realize that, you know, there's some serious stuff going on, that MKUltra never ended. MKUltra evolved and became more technologically advanced. 
and that's just one more win in our category. You know, it's just one more stepping stone, one more dollar in the bank for us in the court of public opinion. I have a question. Um, I'm online right now, and I'm looking up Pete Santilli's charges, and when I put Pete Santilli charged in Nevada, nothing comes up. Um, but it, but what does come up are the charges against him being dismissed in um, Oregon. And it well, says the Fed... The, um, what I had to do was read the entire article, and uh, towards the end, they do name the charges that uh, he's facing in Nevada. Yes, it's confusing. Here's the 30-second summary. Uh, in 2014, Pete went to Nevada to cover a land rights protest known as the Bundy protest. Oh, then I remember 20, that. Then in 2016, Pete went to Oregon to cover another land rights protest known as the Malheur Refuge protest. During that protest, he was arrested and held without bail for six months. While he was being held without bail, they decided to charge him for the same charges for covering the Bundy protest back in 2014. So even though the Oregon protest took place after the Bundy protest, the charges for the Bundy protest were filed after the Oregon protest, you know, shortly or around the, and, you know, when the charges were dismissed against them and everyone was found guilty in Oregon, they shipped them to, um, Nevada, you know, just mm-hmm. to continue this campaign of politically motivated harassment to shut this guy up who's talking about the targeted individual program to tens of thousands of people. Um, yeah, I, I found something that says they're both federal charges in both states. They're not like state charges, they're federal. So, correct. Um, Uh, excuse me, if Elf is still on the call, the other night she had a list of about four or five charges that were made in Nevada. And one of them was brandishing a weapon and the two that Derek mentioned, but there's three or four more others, I think. I don't know whether she's still on the call or not. Sure. Uh, it's, a whole, it's a whole slew of conspiracy charges, you know, conspiracy to do this, conspiracy to do that, because they're saying... By reporting on the Bundy protest, he was taking part in an act of civil disobedience. I, it, it was a, I, I, see it, I see it as a rural version of what happened after Donald Trump was elected and tens of thousands of people went out into the streets and blocked the streets. And uh, it's certainly politically motivated. It's, um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know. There are a ton of conspiracy charges he was charged with in Oregon, and they were all dropped and dismissed, and everyone was found not guilty. And now they're just hitting him with conspiracy charges in Nevada. You know, uh, it's conspiracy charges are just that. It's based on words. You know, uh, so I no sane jury in the planet is going to convict him. They're just you know so, you, just so holding, holding him, him there and making an example out of him because they don't like people like Pete Santilli. The power elite does, and I'm with Derek. I think the vast majority of the government is good, but there are criminal elements that I refer to as the deep state or the power elite. 
you know, at the yeah. upper echelons of the government that kind of, you know, take this top-down corruption approach, which allows programs like the targeted individual program to exist. So, Okay, I mean, can I respond to that? I, I think that being good is also being active and standing up for the people that you represent. And I would say this. I Perhaps it's um, beyond uh, the scope of my vision, but I have not seen a whole lot of people in Senate, Congress, or even local, um, local governments or state governments or federal governments standing up for we the people. Instead, they stand up for corporations that bribe them. And, and let me tell you, these campaign contributions those are bribes. They don't give those without uh, uh, strings attached. So, Amen. Um, I'm glad we have someone who's not a lifelong politician in the presidency. I don't think it's going to, you know, change the world overnight, but I agree with you on that point. So, um, so in response to your saying that you think that there's only a few people who are uh, corrupt. I, I don't see it that way. I see that a vast majority of the people who we elect are corrupt only Person. because they're accepting money from people, from corporations, and not people. Um, okay, I get your point. I am kind of meant more percentage-wise, you know, as as a percentage of the whole population. But, you know? uh, additionally, if, if, they, if the vast majority were on the level, if they had integrity, if they were ethical, we wouldn't be having the problems that we're having. There wouldn't be targeted individuals. That would have been stomped on a long time ago. That would have been wiped out. Uh, yes, and you know, they, they do very clever things to uh, ensure that people uh, who lack integrity are the people that end up in positions of power. You know, Russ Baker, a very famous author who wrote uh, uh, about the Bush crime family, he asked this question at a conference I was at recently. He says, do you know what the uh, biggest business in Washington is? And, uh, you know, everyone said, uh, I don't know, lobbying, this or that. And he said, no, sexual blackmail. And the CIA and the intelligence services had implemented programs where they, you know, dedicate, you know, operatives to corrupting people and uh, putting them in compromising positions so they're blackmailable because, you know, unlike the mass majority of the people, the power elite, the billionaires, you know, pulling the strings behind the curtain, they don't want people of integrity in positions of power because people of integrity can stand up towards them and, and fight for the people. They want people who are corrupted and who are blackmailable. They want people who are compromised in positions of power, you know? You know, so, yeah, I agree. An, I agree. And they systematically create those people using the technology that they use to torture us, and, you know, they've developed, they've turned it into a science almost. Um, I remember uh, a while back I listened to... Um, either audio and video or audio on YouTube, and it was a doctor, I think it was Dr. Terry Robertson, who uh, gave the, um, uh, you know, the rundown of uh, the different types of people who are targeted. And most of the people who are targeted 
are said to have are said to be well educated, uh, many of them holding degrees, um, many some of them having their own businesses, some um, uh, even having a, a PhD. And I'm wondering if we can get together and uh, start talking, you know, to some of these people about running for office. You well, know, some of them are, some uh, of them are running for office. And um, there was someone that, that ran for senator in, in uh, California in this last election. And uh, we do have, um, in Wisconsin, uh, Lisa Backer run or ran for uh, legislature there. And Connie Marshall ran for mayor in Louisville. So we do, uh, uh, and then also um, Eric Griffin ran for senator in Nevada. So we do have some TIs that do run for office. Um, name recognition is their main issue because um, they, unless people know who they are, they don't really have a chance of getting elected. So um, if they're persistent, they might be able to uh, to prevail. It just depends on what office that they're running for, though. Um, there was someone that ran for senator here in California and uh, against people that were very well known in the state. They really didn't have a chance of getting elected. So, And there were four nationals, um, also, which kind of further diminished their chances. So, um, uh, but I, I think that with what's happening in our country, the fact that people who are not accepting money from corporations or corporate interests are going to have a better chance of getting elected than those who are. I mean, say that again. Uh, I think I think that uh, the people of our nation have recognized, uh, and uh, and they want people who are not accepting corporate funds. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, in fact, Bernie probably would have been the president if the DNC didn't sabotage their own party by pushing Hillary. I bet more people would have voted for Bernie than would have voted for Trump. The only, well, and I, I think I, the I, reason that Trump won is because of the two, Trump did not accept money from corporate interests. Well, that that could be um, probably several reasons. And the reason I came up with is basically because he was a celebrity. And you know, name recognition, as I mentioned, is really the number one factor for winning election. Um, basically... The uh, the premise for uh, for winning election is getting he who gets the most votes, and uh, the person that's the most well known has the greatest chance of doing that. Uh, Donald Trump had far more celebrity status than anybody else running, besides Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So yeah, he got elected. Well, I even I, I but I still believe that Bernie would have been elected before Trump. Because, um, because there are so many people hurting in our nation. Um, well, I disagree with that um, because 
of the idea, like I said, of, of name recognition is really key in politics. No matter what you, um, no matter what you did, if people know who you are and if you have celebrity status, you have a very good chance of getting voted for. And but what I'm case, saying is uh, the reason why I would have, uh, I would say, I would venture to believe that Bernie would have won is because he was the cleaner candidate. No, you see what I'm know. saying? Uh, where well, I, I, mean, I think I, that I, Trump I won that. because he was better than Hillary. Hillary is such a, you know, even even Democrats didn't vote for Hillary because of her corruption. Yeah, but still, Bernie was not really known to the public. He had to really garner attention. And, well, I, um, I don't agree with that. I don't agree. In fact, if, if that were the case, then the DNC wouldn't have sabotaged him. If, if they didn't really believe that he had a, didn't have a chance, they wouldn't have sabotaged him. They sabotaged him uh, 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 quite frequently. They, I mean, I, I, I don't see it the same way. And listen, I, I'm glad Trump is president. Uh, the last person I wanted as president was a, uh, somebody who was taking money from foreign countries. Um, so uh, he might be okay. Um, I don't. Uh, um, I mean, he's he's president right now. I, I hope I hope for the best. You know, so do I. Happens. So do I. I hope for the best too. Um, well, you know I what? Just, um, personally, I, I, I believe he could make a good president. And um, just from my own personal position, um, because he's a Gemini, like like myself, which is very biased, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Geminis so have funny. a lot of... Gemini. Well, see, my opinion about him changed when I realized that he was a Gemini. And I was like, oh, wow. That changes things because Geminis have a lot of, not to brag, but Geminis have a lot of talent, a lot of things going for for them, just not very naturally. And I realized as I as I looked at him from from the perspective of being a Gemini that he's a people person. And the more I look at him, the more I realize that all those, that some of the traits that that I have that are reflected in what he does. I mean, he's he's very outgoing. I mean, he's... Uh, Geminis are communicators. And um, that's how he got to, to be where he is because he was very good at speaking and reaching out to people. And that's what Geminis do. I think he has the qualities necessary to be a good president. I, I have to say something real quick here. Um, I was really hoping for Trump, but then I saw an article. It says, FBI, NSA, poised to gain new powers. Um, the National Security Agency and CIA are likely to gain expanded surveillance powers under President Trump. Trump signaled as much during the presidential campaign when he urged a consumer boycott of Apple for refusing to help the FBI hack into a terrorist-encrypted iPhone. 
Trump and Congress may move to reinstate the collection of bulk telephone records, renew powers to collect the content of emails and other activity. This new rule is set to go into effect on December 1, letting the FBI get permission from a judge in a single jurisdiction to hack into multiple computers. The government would now be able to obtain a single warrant to access and search thousands of millions of computers at once. Right. Um, yeah, it'll that's be not interesting. good. It would be interesting to see what she does. I mean, we're North time. Korea, uh, uh, Derek. Okay. We're turning right into North Korea. I don't know. I, I had to Oh, I, I don't know. I he, hasn't, just, he hasn't even taken office yet. No, he hasn't, but... I mean, I what what I see in Trump is somebody that is uh, he's very flexible. Um, I think he's somebody that can be worked with, that can be reasoned with, and um, he. I, I think he will be. I think that when he says he's going to work for all the people, I think that he means that. So um, I think I I believe that too. Is, I, I I'm not against Trump. I voted for him. Uh, I'm just um, I, I, when I was when I was comparing uh, what happened at the election. What I'm saying is, uh, uh, I mean, you've got a whole party, the Democratic Party, that openly committed crimes against one of their own uh, 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 Democrats who was running for office, and nothing's happened. You know, nobody so nobody you feel gets that in trouble. The Democrats uh, sabotage Bernie Sanders' campaign. Yeah. How so? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, Derek. Um, but it was it was all over the internet, and people were pissed. Oh. So. Well, maybe that could be true, uh, Cecilia. And maybe they felt that Hillary had the best chance of winning, which I believe she did. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I think we need to do away with the two-party system. Um, and I think we need to do away with corporations being allowed to contribute monetarily to any election. Well, we have a multi-party system. It's what it's people... That we have a two-party system when it comes down to the debate. I mean, it, it's a matter of who people choose to vote for. Say, for instance, if Donald Trump had chosen the Libertarian Party, the election might have been different. But, you know, he was, um, strategically, he wanted to win, so he elected to go with the mainstream party. Hmm. I I I'm sick of Democrats and Republicans. I guess that's why uh, I, I'm sick of I, uh, like a lot of people. I'm sick of uh, corporations running our country into the ground and stepping all over the citizens. Uh, uh, and and whether you believe it or not, a lot of the reasons why we are targeted is because of corporate power. You know, uh, uh, it, corporate. You know. I'm I am a TI because of corporate power, because of uh, either uh, probably a combination of both me being a whistleblower and an injured worker. 
uh, I believe it's a combination of both. Um, uh, and there's no way that our government should afford them the power to do this to us. Um, so well, I agree. I agree. I'm really not looking for the federal government at this point to step in and save us. Um, for one thing, a lot of this targeting is coming from the executive branch. And and Congress has, has not been, um, I mean, they've never been able to rein in the executive branch. They can influence them, but they can't make them do anything. They can't make them stop targeting us, even if they knew about it. I mean, they, they, they know that they um, are being uh, surveilled sometimes by the CIA. Congress people do, but there's nothing they can do about it. I know. Yes, but if it's well, generally accepted that can this do exists, about it. then they can't keep using psychiatric reprisal on people. That's key. You know, right now there's two explanations for what's happening to us, what the modern-day witch doctors say or what the scientists say, you know. Every generation has its snake oil salesmen and its charlatans, and it's the psychiatrists right now who compile their manual you know, by vote, not through a blood test, not through an EEG, not through a brain scan. They just come up with a DSM under the influence of the CIA and the um, uh, pharmaceutical lobby. There's a reason that industry spends more money than any other industry on this planet lobbying Congress, because it's a sham. And right now, it's accepted that, the you know, any symptoms that we display are explainable by their pseudoscientific nonsense using tactics of psychiatric reprisal that come from Nazi Germany and the Soviet gulag system uh, in Zersetzen. Uh, so, you know, if Congress acknowledges this, then at least, you know, they, they'll stop, you know... I mean, that's their Achilles heel is widespread remember, knowledge remember- of this technology. Uh, Dr. Robert Duncan said that it isn't the elect that are doing this to us. It's the people, um, when he was on um, Jesse Ventura's show, he said it's the uh, people in the dark crevices of government. We need to find out who those people are. Those are the people that need to go. It's like a high-tech Ku Klux Klan without the racist elements. You know, who was in the Ku Klux Klan? Uh, governors, judges, police officers, criminals in every city in the nation. Uh, so, you know, this is kind of like a technocratic Ku Klux Klan. And it's just, it's you know, their secret weapon is their, you know, their directed energy weaponry. They can torture us without leaving forensic evidence behind. So we need to educate the public that this science exists and that it's not due to some made-up, mental illness, you know, that's put out there by the pharmaceutical lobby who spends more money than any other lobby buying off congressmen. Like Sheila Warren. I'd like, I'd like to interject that I fully agree with that. I think that's an excellent uh, comparison. And um, this is um, another civil rights thing. And uh, as was stated earlier there, Ms. Spencer, and... Uh, Yes, this is very much like the KKK. The structure is very similar. And um, thanks for recognizing that. I agree. Thank you. 
Yeah, um, I agree too, but also Dennis Kucinich was a senator that tried to ban space weapons back in 2000 with, with the H.R. 2977 bill, and Congress shot it down. And I think the reason Congress shot it down is because they probably want to roll out this technology to the whole public during the New World Order. When they uh, lessen the population and they have a manageable population that they can spy on, they can use this technology on anyone. So they probably don't want to help us. They don't want to ban these things. They don't want to have the public know about it because they're going to use it on everyone. That's what I think. That's my opinion. Can, can we find out who voted against it? How do we find that out? Just look well, up Bill H.R. 2977. Dennis Kucinich tried to stand up and do the right thing. He was trying to ban these space weapons, and Congress said no. Well, they, they, the bill didn't get a chance to get voted on. Oh, really? It says, it says um, Contrail Science. H.R. 2977? Yeah, it, it, was, um, it landed on committee, and that's where bills go when they're introduced. But then, for for uh, for it to become law, it has to uh, to make it out of committee and to the floor, to the general floor, to be voted on. It never made it out of committee, and a lot of bills are um, are basically killed that way, and it's it's politically mm. motivated. You know that happened uh, to this particular bill. Um, and it's it's a lot of politics as far as what bills make it out of committee to be voted on and what bills don't. But 95% of bills that are introduced in con- Congress, 95% do not become law. So, Derek, do you agree that the upper elite want to have this kind of control over the public and that's why they'll never allow our cause to go forward because they want to discredit us and they they use psychiatry to discredit us but do you agree that the elite wants to be able to have this weaponry for the public for the for the future that 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 they do or they do not is that 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 they do that the elite want to have this high-tech weaponry so that they can use it for the new world order and for the public in so general. they want to keep it for themselves. Is that what you're saying? And yeah, that's as a method, as a method of their totalitarian government that they're going to instill. As a method they're of control. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they do want to keep control of that that type of technology, and also uh, not not allow people to be aware that it exists, because right. they know that people would do something about it if they if they knew that they were being uh, involuntarily controlled. Right, because I've been very vocal and I feel like I'm a high-profile target and every person that I've come in contact with has pretty much tried to deny that this technology exists because they don't want to believe their government would do that. They think it doesn't right. make sense. And, I mean, and that, if you, if you think is, about it, is, it's worse than any other government. Of, I, I think about it. Of mind control, basically. That in well, itself... The, the torture too. The torture too. You know, the the electronic harassment, the torture, the the harm they do. They don't want to believe that that can happen. Right, and you know, it's been an uphill battle in Congress trying to talk to representatives, to their staffs, to their offices about this. 
uh, either they don't want to believe it or um, they are um, involved in this in this uh, industry. So uh, some of them, and they will argue to the nail that uh, this isn't really not happening. Some right, of them. Right. It's, it's I've spoken to people recently, and one person I even suspected might be connected to the CIA. Uh, he was just joking with me, but I think he might be connected to the CIA, and he vehemently denied that this was going on. Um, even though I told him I did two years of research. A lot of people do, and um, they would um, they have difficulty believing that government would do these types of things. Mm-hmm. Why would they have mind control weapons? Why would they use them on the public? You know, why would they use them on you? You mm-hmm. know, So that is um, that is a form of the manipulation, and the weapons can do that. Mm-hmm. So so we really have an uphill battle. The only uh, press that I've seen cover the TI community and hasn't really gotten in trouble for it is coast-to-coast radio, but they're on late at night, and I don't think that many people listen to them. George Norrie. Well, you know what? They're, they're not the only ones. Um, this is covered in a lot of places, but it's not like coast-to-coast all at once. Um, which if that happened, and it would have to happen on uh, several occasions, then people would get it. But since it's a little bit here, a little bit here, a pocket over here, a pocket over there, people aren't putting all the pieces together. Uh-huh. So I thought about writing my local news station, but I didn't do it because I don't want them to try to discredit me or get the police involved or whatever because... You know, that's when the police try to take you to the mental hospital. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's not illegal uh, to, well, first of all, you could write them anonymously or say that you're a civilian researcher who studied this topic and you work with victims if you don't want to admit that you're a TI. But they can't <laughs> lock you up for saying that you're victimized by this stuff. They can only lock you up is if you say you're a threat to yourself or a threat to others, or you aren't taking care of your basic uh, functions. Uh, uh, that's in you know all the states I've researched. But well, you know if, if you're so uncomfortable saying you're a TI, just say that you research it and you talk with thousands of victims and you know that this is going on, which is also the truth, you know, because you do. So that's a that's a clever approach you could take if you don't want to admit that it's happening to you personally. Well, legally, it's not supposed. To- uh, but they do all the time. Police yes, are watching Preston in this area. They did that to me. I told them I was being zapped, and they took me to an ER, and they tried to do that 72-hour hold or whatever, and the social worker let me go home. But, you know, you you really can't say this to the police. This they Their new protocol is to take you in if you complain. I talk openly about it with anyone and everyone. And um, you know they I argue because I, I have the I have the hard science I I, I have Alan Fry's peer-reviewed scientific study I have Paul Brodeur's you know citations on how this weaponry exists I have the MK Ultra files to cite I have 
the uh, statements of all the whistleblowers on biggerthansnowden.com, ranging from NSA agents to <clears throat> Naval Academy veterans. So I'm not scared, and, um, you know, it's illegal for them to do that to you, but I can understand, you know, because it does happen to some TIs. So, you know, if you feel uncomfortable talking openly about it, I'm not going to pressure anyone to do that. So uh, just use your own judgment but and study the laws in your state. Uh, but in my experience, they can only do it to you if you say you're a threat to yourself or others. But, mm-hmm. you know... Be careful and do what you're comfortable with. Well, you can talk to anyone you want about it, but if you talk to the police, that's what they're told to do. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I agree with that. When I, uh, when I, um, one of the things that they do to me uh, is utilize malodorant, uh, it, whether I'm driving in my car or I'm in a office building, but most of the time in our apartment. And one of the malodorants that they used one evening was the smell of burning electrical wires. And it was very faint and I did nothing about it. And I was, it was on a uh, uh, phone call, one of those phone calls uh, that I was on for being a TI. And then after the phone call was over, I went back into the bathroom and I could still smell the faint smell of, of burning electrical wire, wires. And I was pretty much convinced it was another tactic being used. And then when I went and sat down in the uh, living room, uh, it proliferated instantly throughout the house. So I contacted the fire department and I let them know that I smelled burning electrical wires. However, that I was a targeted individual and it could be another malodorant tactic. And uh, she switched from sending the fire department to sending an ambulance uh, and asked me if I was, um, she, her protocol immediately changed. And she said, are you suicidal? I said, no, my house might be on fire. Why would I be suicidal? Uh, mm-hmm. And in so many, you know, in so many words, uh, uh, long story short, no fire truck ever showed up. Could you imagine if it was a real fire? No fire, well, tr- no fire truck ever showed up. Instead, there were at least six men here uh, with uh, an ambulance to take me in because I had mentioned that I was a TI. I never mentioned uh, uh, that I was, uh, she asked me if I had any uh, weapons that could uh, hurt uh, or be used against the uh, men that were about to come to my home. <laughs> I mean, so, so the bottom line is, uh, at least here in the city of Anaheim, the fire department is ready to, um, how do I want to say falsely, uh, part- or I shouldn't say falsely, they're ready to participate in these crimes against TIs. Yes, by- it's, in, it's in California because I'm also in California, and at the beginning when I first became a TI, the police actually openly told me that it was electronic harassment, and they were very nice and they were very, like, helping me try to try to get away from it they told me it was coming from dc and they told me to move to canada and they told me they wish they could help me more but they couldn't well that was like probably uh 12 years ago well now the protocol has changed now the protocol is if you say anything about electronic harassment or being a ti they will take you in to 
an ER. So that's or coming from. So the police said it was coming from D.C. Yeah, years ago they were really, really nice, and they used to come to my house and they told me what it was. They told me it was electronic harassment. I mean, I can't believe they did that, but they did. They told me it was electronic harassment. They told me they can shoot microwaves through walls and target you in bed and target you in your house, and there's really nothing you can do. And I said, well, can you investigate the guy that I think is doing it? And they said, no, we don't have a search warrant. But they said it's probably coming from D.C. anyway, and you should probably move to Canada if you want to get away from it. And this was like over the course of like several months that they told me all this information. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Hey guys, um, we're kind of uh, we kind of drifted from our topic for this evening, but why don't we just kind of? Um, Spencer, are you still here? Yes, I am. <clears throat> Okay, is there anything else you'd like to say before um, maybe we should wind up this discussion? Um, well, uh, this has the potential to be the largest TI rally of the year, so I hope if you're in the area uh, that you can come out and help raise awareness of the human rights violations being carried out against us, and thanks for having me on. Okay, thanks, Spencer. Well, I wish you well with the uh, the rally. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Hello, Derek. Yes. Um, do you have the um, um? This is Al out in the Pacific Northwest. How you doing? I haven't listened to your call in forever. Um, am I? Do you still have my um, email information? Um. Probably, yeah. Do you remember me? Mm-hmm. Um, could you please send me the um, the um, web, you know, your new website or whatever, because you're going to be starting to do the Monday and Saturday night calls, right? Um, uh, yeah. Why don't well, you um, why don't you give me your email address again? It's um, I'd rather not. The I you got uh, what is your? Give me give me yours, and I'll send you the what I need. But I wanted to okay. know. I'll send you an email. Can you give me your email? Sure, it's uh, Derek, E-R-R-I-K-C. What, say it again. I'm sorry. I have, You know what? I just, just got my PC up running. I was going to create another email, which I'm going to do. And um, I, I just, uh, I've just been too busy. Okay, could you start over again? It's D-E-R what? D-E-R-R-I-C-K. Mm-hmm. D as in Charles. And then uh, Robinson, R-O-B-I-N. S O N at Gmail. R O B R O B I S O N. R I N S O N. Did you say Robinson? Yes, R O B I N S O N at G at Gmail dot com. Okay, so that's Derek C Robinson. At Gmail dot com. Okay. All right, I'll send you that. What is the link for um, Saturday afternoon for if you want to see it on, on the web? How do you do that? In other words, what do I do? I go to... Okay, are you talking about the, um, the webinar with, uh, with Magnus? Yes. Okay, um, there's a link that I have to send around to the community. Okay, and um, then you just click on it? And yeah, you just click on it and it connects automatically. 
All right, I'll send you an email. You can send me. I'll. I need you to send me some information, and then I can do what I got to do. All right. All right. That sounds cool. So, how are you? How have you been? I heard that uh, you were saying that. Um, what's his name? Wasn't saying too many <laughs> good things about you, and uh, and then he um, went to a a, uh, a rally or something, the the Oregon thing, and then he he got nailed, huh? And they just hauled him yeah, to his first. Frivolous uh, BS, huh? I can't believe they could do that for to somebody like that on federal charges. But I guess in some small towns they do it. They would never do that in a city or things have changed. I mean, I, I've seen the feds just not, they're not even looking at major, <clears throat> what a lot of people would look at as a major bust. They just went, now nah, we're not interested. And the state took it over. I mean, I, I just can't imagine on yeah. stupid things like this. I guess things have really changed for the worse. Um well, if he um, if he was a journalist and was and was reporting and did not have firearms, they probably wouldn't wouldn't do anything to him. They couldn't. But because he did have a weapon, that kind of changed the dynamic, and that gave them for better, you know, for whatever reason, that gave them the excuse they needed to arrest him. Yeah, I looked up. To, I looked him up. You know, he he seemed normal. I mean, he had a bunch of this and that. He had a few little questionable things on him, you know, that were very questionable, but I would never discuss anything like that. I would just ask him myself to get the answers I need. There's like two things, um, you know, it's from a man's point of view, but uh, yeah, we other talked than about, that. You know, we, talk, we kind of digested this subject a couple hours ago. And oh, really? It was not that uh, it was not that pleasant because there's there's a lot of negative feelings in the community about him. But um, but anyway, yeah, it is what it well, is. Well, good to see yeah. you. Good to see you're still cranking along. I just saw I just saw Shelly uh, a couple of days ago. She's uh, she moved back to Seattle, and she's um oh. um well, yeah she's working, and uh, I saw her. She came by my job. And uh, she stopped by. And, uh, oh, so you saw her? Yeah, yeah. She came by my job, and um, and uh, we talked for a few minutes. I was in a hurry, you know. It's here. It's insane. You know, it's crazy. Traffic's the fourth worst in the country. So anywhere you know, go to work, it's like a job to get home or get there. You know, let's forget it. Can't even run errands. It's like it's you know you have to. It's just a problem. So, um, yeah, but anyway, it was great to see her that she's, you know, she's got a great job and she's doing, you know, really well as far as I'm concerned. That's and, good. Uh, yeah, it is good. It was good to see her and, you know, she's taking care of her family the best she can and and uh, hopefully we'll hear from her, you know, it's one of those. But, um, okay, well, I'll make sure to send that to you. I just got my PC's been down for about a month and I just got it up a, a few minutes ago. I just got to work on it. I'll get you that. Um and then I'll try to be there, uh, you know. You know, it isn't the holidays. It's hard to keep busy, you know, sometimes as everybody, you know, is that uh, with gone or with their family. So anyway, uh, it's good hearing from you and uh, all the other folks. I'm sorry to hear the this is continuing. And uh, with their, this is just, a, you know, all the crap we're seeing now and the, this stuff is just another one of their, uh, control models they're implementing, you know, it's just a joke. It is a real joke to see and do this to uh, to uh, you know to the citizens. It's just amazing. 
Oh, I did see a case. Oh, I, I did see a case, a case on the, I want to bring this to your attention. I did see a case on, um, it was sent to me, and it showed the transcripts of an attorney that was representing one of the Guantanamo Bay inmates. Have you heard anything about that? Um, no, I haven't. What's, okay. What's well, that the, about? Questioning, the questioning was exactly this, the, what we're feeling. In other words, when the attorney was presenting... Um, the, um, they were presenting the question, in other words, when they were questioning the guy who was being tortured, um, they, uh, they, uh, were questioning the same way you would cross-examine. In other words, if you were on the witness stand and your attorney was cross-examining you, on the effects of the weaponry, that's exactly the questions that I would want asked to me. And they were the exact same questions and the feelings that I'm feeling, you know. I mean, not it wasn't really elaborate questioning, but it was, you could tell it was exactly the same thing. And they're, I don't know what they're incarcerated in, probably metal cages. And they're, you know, they've got the stuff right there and they're just cooking them. So <clears throat> that's what they're doing to us. So, uh, you know. It started out military, and then it's dwarfed into I don't know what. But uh, I wonder if they're, they opened uh, these uh, technologies up to the uh, opened it up to corporations to gather money. Maybe corporations are paying in to our military. Maybe the military wants more money. They're just not satisfied with the uh, almost what trillion dollars they get anyway. Um, well, they maybe maybe they, corporate because my my, my um, targeting is corporate driven. Well, everybody keeps so, saying that. On, I, I'm not going to tell you it's this or it's that or anything. I mean, it's hard for me to or, or I, you can't hold me to anything rock solid. I mean, some things, yeah. I mean, I haven't been myself. I'm barely coming out of it where my brain can function normally, halfway normally again. But if you look at it. You know, a corporation is not going to not going to produce and inflict a control model on society. Uh, they don't have the capacity to do that. The government, um, which is why they would pay into the government to have it well, done to somebody who blew the whistle on them. Oh well, that they wouldn't even have to. They, you know, from the very beginning. I mean, I you know, I have no idea to be honest with you, but I mean, I was told that upper police upper military, if you're a nuisance or there's a problem, they they step in for whatever reason and implement, you know, they, they are implementing this, which is eminent, you know what, and in the worst way known to mankind. How could the uh, military, original military weaponry get into the citizen, I mean, federal capacity? I mean, uh, I'll put it to you this way. As a kid, I mentioned this years ago on a couple calls, I noticed that when the CIA upgraded their equipment, they the hand-me-down equipment went to the FBI, DEA, and whatever. So it's, But this is a little different. Now you have 17 federal agencies we don't need because of this whole terrorist thing. This is just my opinion, you know, this whole thing, but it's just a huge control model. You know, now they collected all this information. It's really, really uh, scary, you know. And look what we're dealing with. I mean, Jesus, Luigi over here. It's uh, 
It's 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 serious. So it's it's you know, but you're right. Could they influence them? Most definitely, because you know, senators and congressmen. A senator that I've known, or I'm excuse me, and the states I've lived in, the senators know the biggest land, the biggest business deals that are going down in their state. They know the biggest builders and um, industries and whatever because they all go through them. They all hang out together, and that's just how it is now. Um, you know, when you're talking about the IRS and big corporate things, when you blow the whistle, yeah, I, I would have to agree with you there. They must have the niche because they're up into the higher hierarchy of um, of the political system. So they're they know the they know the uppers in that you know somebody's got to make that phone call and say we got a problem, you know, and that need those people need to be found, and they will be found. This will, you know, this will be dealt with. There's no and if or but about it. You know, period. You can count but it's on that. been going on for, I mean, some TIs have been TIs for 30 or 40 years. And look at what we've been doing. And they even have our local uh, fire departments and law enforcement falsely sending uh, uh, or attempting to send us into, um, you know, mental wards. Uh, when we, you know, when we disclose to them, oh, by the way, um, you know, let, you know, I'm a well, don't, say any, don't say anything because, you know, oh, we have to, under, this is just my opinion. They are doing the most bang for their buck right now. They, they're doing, <clears throat> when they're, it seems like they're increasing because a lot of people are getting hooked up for no reason, young, whatever, and all this and that. And it's, if you look at the original excuses they used to use when they did do it, the CIA or and a, 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 an entity says this is for experimentation. This is for this, just to procrastinate. You know, in other words, if, if, if the person in control, let's say Donald Trump, that's what they'll say, oh, this is for we're testing our equipment. These people are, um, you know, they'll lie to them to just procrastinate it on for the, to the next person that comes in, if they can get away with it, they're going to try to lie their way out of it or hide it until it's brought out. Then they're going to come in and lie. But what you're seeing now to me is, you know, now they're trying to bring in the, you know, the, the mental illness factor, because when they, when they start doing this to a lot of people and there's mass shootings, it's jobs. It's a cumulative thing that works for them. They get a lot of bang for their buck. They have the, the, um, the mass shooting aspect, so they get to bring in the police, train them, look for explosives, so you're safe. Hey, we want gun control so they can have the gun. Then they're also saying, oh, it's, you know, when they bring up the shootings, they'll say, oh, it's, it's mental illness. So that it feeds the psychiatric area of a control model, and it, it feeds the probate area. So, I mean, this whole thing is just, it's just a control model. Now, has this been done before? I've never looked at previous you know, implementations of something like this, but it just seems like they're just using this whole thing and then they can conduct their business as usual. And they're like, what Spencer was saying, it's the new uh, weapon of choice scale or weaponry. Now, whether they get away with the implementation of it from now on remains to be seen. Um, uh, but that's, you know, that's, it's pretty obvious. Don't, I wouldn't say anything, you know. Hey, um, guys, um, let me, I need to inter- interject here for a minute. Um, the board is, is just, uh, it's gone crazy. The, um, the, uh, I'm not really seeing all the guests and all the, um, uh, participants. There's like 10 of them that show up and there's, 
um, like almost 80 people here. So um, if you if you have star aided and um, you're waiting to be unmuted, um, it might be that I don't see you on the board. Um, well, let me see. So, anyway, just be, just be patient. They're they're messing with the board. I only see a partial listing of those who are actually here. Okay. One thing I haven't heard anybody mention is the fact that we're being used for experimentation on um, several different projects, like the brain, the Obama's brain project, and we were the DNA project. That was what that was for, and um, the. Um, we- weapons testing program for the Air Force is DBR, Directed Energy Bioeffects Research. You can look that up and get the book on it. And um, this, yeah, so they're getting lots of money for, our, for us to be used as human test subjects and also human trafficking victims. And they, you know, meanwhile, they're giving the PSYOPs that they're, they've got like every, uh, agency has something about human trafficking and how bad that is, you know, and yet they're doing it. This is actually, they're participating in it. They're allowing it, you know. And then the whole thing started off, I think, because uh, there was no there was no terrorism to start out with. It, that was all uh, a big psyops. They, um, you know, that was, the, that was what they put forward, terrorists. But, you know, think about those, um, those, Hijackers were, that was a psyops. They weren't really doing that. The only terrorism that happened was by the government. And there was, um, I, I forget what it was called, but they were doing the terrorism that they were doing, like way back to the, um, who was that? Who was that? Um, what? Logic. Yeah, I, I can't think of all of it, but. The terrorism has been done by the government um, right along, and it was to forward their agenda with, uh, you know, because then they would take people's rights away and they would they would invade countries. All the all the wars that we've had were wars for profit. Do you know that? Does everybody know that? Yeah. Know wars that. for profit. So, so uh, you know, all the people that died, they don't care about them. They just want to get the money for you know, selling bombs and bullets oh. from the, from the, yeah, we can do anything about that's the board what's going on with Ally and the board. What is the board? And what's going with the organization? Okay. Um, that, that's the bankers by, by the way, who, who are profiting from both sides, the banks. Yeah. That's right. I, That's right. So, how do we stop that? Well, it's going to be a big deal, but, you know, uh, I've heard Hillary had done a coup that tried to take over things and rush things along, and it was, I I really don't understand it, but there was a big, I, I think the CIA and some other agencies see they had they're the ones that got the phone records from uh because they had them you know they they were collecting all of it that's them collected all so they gave them to uh WikiLeaks because they didn't want her to get in because she was trying to take over 
she's part of the um, the cabal, you know, the shadow government. Hillary and Bill. Satanic occult. Yeah, it's it's, it's really they're, big. I don't, I don't even understand. I would it. say I would say they're probably not part of it. They're just bought. I don't think the shadow government gives two tweets about Hillary or Bill. Uh, I think that as, as soon as they, lo- they lose their usefulness, they're going to be down the road. Yeah, but um, yeah, still going on. Has anybody Who done is the any gentleman that's talking? James Lico. Thank you. And there was a man just before him talking. I believe he was from Washington, had met yeah, Shelley. Yeah, that's Al. Al. Okay. Thank you. What's his name? Al. A-L. Al? Okay. Name. Yeah, I haven't been on Derek. I haven't been on Derek's call in forever. I used to, that's where I started. Yes, you have. Weeks ago. Has any has anybody done any um any legal research as far as like any of the uh latest case I mean any case law at all in revel in relevance to the um collection of uh collection of evidence in a proper format? Could you elaborate on that? Um, well, in other words, the first the, the first thing that I'm going to try to do now that I'm have a half a brain, I I'm going to. I looked at some case law last night till about three in the morning, but I wasn't able to. I wasn't working today, and uh, I it's teaching me um, uh, Supreme Court cases and federal cases. Um, you know, of course, supersede you know state law. Um, whether you go against the state person or whatever, it doesn't matter. They they have uh, tests, like in search and seizure, they have a three-pronged test. And um, a, a lot of, of, you know, advanced law things that how a judge looks at the evidence or the, uh, uh, the, the federal courts or the Supreme Court look at evidence, how it's presented. So I just wanted to look at the um, denials and the of, of, of appeals and see how evidence is supposed to be presented correctly in law so that mm-hmm. it'll, it'll teach me how to gather the evidence properly. You know, in other words, you, you're going to learn, you're going to read and read for a year or so, depending on your previous experience. I've been fortunate for me. I have, I've got a few years in there, and I really enjoy it. So um, it's going to teach me how to uh, gather evidence uh, 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 professionally along with obtaining or looking for in the beginning of this the expert witnesses that you may need um, and then understanding the rules of court like a mo- uh, in, uh, a, um, a hearing in, in criminal it's it's a uh, it's called a uh, a, a hearing of uh, Lamine and in civil it says that there's a word in front of it. So I, you know, I'm just going to try to familiarize myself with all of that and um, try, try to figure out the best approach so I can get the right equipment and the right experts. It's like a cumulative, you know, step, but a bunch of things that you got to do all at the same time and then slowly get knowledgeable about. And I, that's just my opinion. 
you know, I, you know, I'm just, I'm green. So I was just wondering if anybody had, had done any previous research in the legal aspects of presenting um, the evidence in a case in this area. I don't know if anybody has heard from Connie Robinson in a while. I have not in a couple of years, but I know she was gathering evidence. She's uh, in Connecticut or Maryland. I think she has residents in both places. She was targeted while she was at the FDA. Oh, wow. Again, I tried to uh, connect with her, but she kind of fell off the It's just amazing that they would do this. It's just amazing that they would use something like this on a, an American woman. You know, I just want to hang them, you know, and just without any hesitation. It's tree. It's it is just Al. It's time. Al. Thank you. It's just Al. It's, I, I can't even comprehend uh, this garbage being used. And, um, but that's what they do. I mean, they target that. Well, yeah. 70%, 70% of targeted individuals are women. Yeah, well, that's this. That's a bunch. That that's going to end. That's going to end. Wow. One way or the other. How is that going? To I end? thought it was sixty percent. Well, it's well. Oh, I heard it was seventy. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's, somebody said it was. I think I think Shelley told me it was sixty-two or sixty-three percent by her her count. Um, how well? Like right now, for instance, with the new administration, there's there's political moves you could use if you understand politics. Um, you can understand the smokers they put out in front, the agencies that they put out in front of you that, that are there to collect information from you when you do come up against them to, to try to challenge um, implementations that they're doing that may be illegal. And, you know, this is beyond illegal. And um, you have to know how to maneuver your way around it and understand politics. And um, this is a good way to get in and um, develop a few connections or be seen and, um, and do some implementations. You know, the normalcies that you see that people do, um, well, of course, are not going to work in something this serious. This is serious. I mean, this is very serious. And but it's been um, going on for decades, decades and decades. And well, that, that's, they continue that's, to target that's, the most vulnerable in society. And well, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, there's the, you know, there's a, them, so I don't understand how it's going to end. It's like, well, I don't. The implication see is that well, if it's if it's advantageous for if it's advantageous for an administration to utilize this to their advantage for it to end, um, that very well may be. I mean, you have a lot of things in your favor for it to end. Uh, we're twenty trillion in debt. Um, it's extremely cost-effective to run this, I would assume. I mean, with me, I've got a full team on me that are sitting there that running their mouth 24-7, whether it's local, local, um, federal, or local, whomever. It's, it's a big money machine that's being um, – the people are making money at it. That's why it's being done. Um, and, you know, with our ideological society where you have your snooty, hateful, ignorant neighbor – Instead of calmly, you know, look assessing at something and coming and talking to you calmly and being in tune with themselves, they feed into the ignorance ploy. And but now it's amoral. It's like playing a video game. Um, you know, there's people that are responsible for this. You just have to have the capability of digging and finding them, and you have to understand politics. 
And if it's to somebody's advantage to uh, to um, to utilize it to their advantage, they will. So you have to create that because if you don't, you know what the, you know what the end result is going to be. No. In that I area, really that's don't just my. Follow, but well, okay. Thank well, you for sharing your. You have to understand politics. You know, you have to understand politics. I, I think they're, the ma- politics they're masters. With okay. Organizations and entities. I think that's well, why it's been yeah, well, okay. embedded and going on for decades and decades. And it may be even been going on prior to. I happen to think that a lot of this is demonic. And I think that has been going on. Well, yeah, well, it, it may it may have been going on for decades and decades, but it's not being instrumented the way it has been recently with the mass shootings and them improvising on it um, across the board, like what I just explained. I agree um, with you. It, it's demonic. Um, it's if more. you look at if you look at what's happening in Hollywood and music and in our government, there's a lot of demonic. There's a lot of satanic uh, um, worship going on actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so th- th- I think it's very, very well possible. Uh, you know, I mean, look at Bush. He was a member of Skull and Bones. There's nothing Christian about that. That's that's sat- satanic. A lot um, of the presidents have been part of that organization. And you know what? That's right. And And one of my things are perhaps people who are part of those uh, uh, secret society should never be in office. Well, yeah, but, that's you know what's we gotta get the get the people that are you gotta learn how to. I, I can't. I don't want to say it. You know, like the other person didn't follow me about the political politics thing. I don't want to. You know, say what it, what needs. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to implement it. So, um, you know, I'm just sticking to the the bare what we you know what I have to do as far as just learning the, the legal aspects of um, a, a presentational format and then the foundation of, you know, gather, gathering the evidence and the people needed to present the evidence that's needed to be. I don't think I would do anything huge and name all these, these entities. I've seen cases where they go after the, the spooks, they go after the politicians, they go after, you know, I mean, it's just, forget it. I, I would never do that. But um, I'm definitely going to be going after somebody, uh, you know, if they can be found. What what I said earlier, and I don't think Al heard me, was that the elite want to maintain control, especially when they are continuing along the lines of the New World Order, which are already entrenched into right now. So they don't want the public to know about this technology, and so they're going to fight us tooth and nail, and they're not going to let us expose it to the general public because they need it as a method of control for the New World Order. When they eliminate half the world's population and they spy on every single individual like they're starting to do in all the global governments, they're going to use this technology on everyone. And so they're never going to do that. That that very well may be true, but I, I myself personally would never bring up an anal- or I don't know if it's an analogy or whatever the, the thing is. You know, that's just a control. It's another control thing, another control model as far as you want to depict the new world. Or I would never bring that up in talking about this in context. I'm going to just stick to the facts. Now you have directed energy departments in universities, and you have frequency um, uh, PhDs that are teaching radio frequencies in our universities. They're not hiding anything. 
where they've got directed warfare ad games here in the state I live in. So there's nothing to be brought out. It's already it's already there. As far as the implementation and showing proof that it's happening is what I need to concentrate on and getting the proper equipment and experts to show that it's actually happening. Um, I've had a, a several women um, that have sent me the proper technology format or formats that sh that show it. That's the same group. That's the same area of technology that they're using. So it's very easy to prove, in my opinion. It's it's just a matter of how you present it. If somebody wants to hear it, I mean, you know, it's just people are just you know you have an ideological society, you know, and that's why they're 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 winning by the leaps and bounds. People are just more prone to hate somebody or just agree with them and get influenced because they're 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 lying on somebody. So, mm -hmm. you know, I would just calmly study, you know, the little things that they're doing and calmly approach people that are missed, that are told or, you know, construed, told things or you think they're told things that are not true. Um, uh, but the, the, hard the, the, of, the hard hmm? part of proving it is proving where the frequencies are coming from. How do you prove who's actually doing the targeting? Because well, that's that what I'm going to start working expensive. on. What's well, got to be? What do you mean with all the? Come on, get out of town. You got first of all the what's never been brought up, and I've been listening, you know, lately and, and whatever. Um, you have electrical engineers, but the person, the the people that are going to specialize in areas like this, or we can influence them, are electrical engineer technologists, and they specialize in these specific areas. They specialize in technology. And that's what we desperately need because what we what we're hearing are electrical engineers or engineers that are forced into looking into this because they're in the, in this with us or they're just starting to look into it. And I'm going to direct my energy toward that area, but it's kind of it's hard to maneuver when you have uh, no education and um, you're getting you know decimated. Plus, you're trying to you know go to work, you know you're working whatever. So it's really been a, a slow call for me. Usually I'm a lot better off than I am. Um, so I've really, it just would, it, you know, hit me at the worst time. So I don't know how I've hung on, but I am. But I'll, I'll do it. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. But I, I really well, electronics engineers that are with our group, um, particularly David San Jose, uh, he's someone that works uh, very actively with the, the meters that, we need to detect the frequencies, and we do have a technical committee that um, that uh, that are actively uh, working with detecting where the frequencies uh, are coming from, and they've had a modicum of, of success with that. So we're kind of utilizing their expertise uh, to help develop a protocol for for the rest of the community. So we're kind of we're making some advances while you've been away. Oh no, I, I've been I've been listening I've been listening to those calls and, and everything and I and I agree with you a thousand percent. I just um, I'm going to like I said I'm just starting in, in the law aspect a little bit to see how the evidence is presented and what what sways. I mean, like last night I made some notes on it. It was very very interesting um, how but how different how different circuits rule on the, the the presentation of evidence and how you know how it outweighs and it was it, it was all in the EMF area. And it had to do with power lines, phones, the whole nine yards, and that's pretty much uh, all the case law that I found so far. Um, if I have to, I'll get Nexus Lexus or get access to it because they have an attorney 24 hours a day. 
Um, I don't want to get too specific, but that's going to show me the meter I'm looking at, Derek, is 13K just for one, and it's got interchangeable heads. So I'm trying to get to those type of technic technicians because the technology world in their areas, they're dealing with huge businesses, and those technicians design and build this stuff. So that's the kind of expert witness that I want or somebody that can um, uh, consult me on how to, what to use, because I don't, you know, I don't want that question. But I looked at some of the case law, and some of the case law said, well, it wasn't, it's not, it's not, a, it, it didn't, uh, I, and I was just, I'm just in the beginning of it, but they were saying it wasn't so much the quality, it was the repetitiveness of how you uh, obtain the evidence. So it was kind of, you know, I just have to look. So, I'm, you know, I just don't want to buy the wrong stuff. I don't want to obtain the wrong stuff. You know, also I was stuck on getting certified stuff like a building biologist set up, um, things in that area, because you just need a little bit of credentials. Um, but you know what I mean? You need a little bit. Instead of me going in there, a novice, going, oh, I use, even though I'm data logging it and uh, I'm using a camcorder or whatever, I still need somebody behind me who's got the credentials because I don't have them. And they're going to say, well, what do you, you know, you're going to be sitting there. They're going to go, well, who are you? And what are your thing? You know, I need somebody sitting there going, boom, this is what happened. This is what I saw. This is calibrated. And this is, you know, our newest technology, in my opinion. You know, and as far as where it's coming from, I mean, well, you've got to have something that's going to be able to triangulate it. And, you know, it maybe you have to get a PI, too. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I'm just at the infancy of getting. I did interview a, a firm out of, out of New York. And they just said, they just put me, dropped me right on my head. Mr. Guy sitting in the law library, you know, that I do research, they were like, they just woke me right up. They just said, well, what evidence do you have? And, you know, I just completely, because, you know, I'm in the condition that I'm in, <clears throat> I completely, you know, I'm not myself. So you need to have the, the foundation of collecting it properly to begin with. And I'm saying, I said, well, you know, this is where they tried to whack me, this and that. And she goes, well, where's your proof? You know, and I'm like, well, well your claims uh, are only uh, your claims are only as good have. as what, you're, what you've been able to what you're able to prove. Exactly. And when you're talking well, to yeah. attorney, when you're talking to an attorney, they are going to want, especially with what we're talking about. And every once in a while, the perps will trip up and give us over evidence, like uh, we just heard um, on this call and many other calls. For breaking in and um, and uh, spouting profanities and making lewd, lewd comments and stuff like that, well, that's evidence because, first of all, it establishes that we are being harassed. And it's not our imagination because you can hear it right here. That's evidence. Uh, number one, uh, establishes that there's somebody out there that is uh, listening to what you're saying and it's uh, and making comments about it. it's phone harassment. So that's something that you can say that um, is happening to you and you can provide the proof of. It's also hacking. Right. Hacking. That's evidence of hacking. Here's my question. But if you don't have evidence, I mean, if you're going to say that you're being group stocked, you've got to be able to show back backing up with some type of a proof, and I'm not sure how you would go about doing that, but that's been the uh, the issue with our claims all along, and it's designed that way 
so that we do not uh, or will not be able to prove our claims. But we are slowly but surely gathering the evidence that we that we need to prove our um, our claims. We're uh, gathering blood evidence. Uh, a number of TIs have um, shown this Rouleau effect, which is a result of uh, electromagnetic radiation exposure. That's one form of evidence, along with the but radio how do frequency we get detection. That? How do we, uh, Derek, how do we get that evidence? Well, how do we um, get our blood tested if we have... I have no money. I don't have a dime. Okay, not everyone has to do that, but um, a significant number of people hopefully will do that so that we can establish that this is a biomarker for those who are being electromagnetically targeted. So that uh, the low effect, that clumping of the red blood cells is one of the effects of the electromagnetic, those that are electromagnetically severely attacked. So um, people are starting to gather that evidence, and we've not really had uh, before this year people that have gotten uh, any type of evidence that would be admissible in court that would be that would be incriminating to the perps. But now there are people that are starting to get it, and as far as what what they need to to uh, develop a case. So that is that is starting to come together actually. Hi, Jerry. This is Donna. Can I say something? Um, I don't want to get off the track because I'm not real technical and I don't have a lot of mobility to move around and do a lot of investigating. But just from my running from place to place, I've seen a lot of things like robotic programs that are, um, they have the career days and a lot of people show up out of those programs and sign up for them, and the robotics program is all connected to this program, for sure. Um, If you can find out who is the head of the communications and the cell towers in the colleges, you also have another lead there. Um, UCLA and USC, Cornell especially, are very big in these programs. Well, I have a question. Maybe we could ask them to help us. That's what I'm thinking. If they're the ones creating these devices, then maybe they can... uh, When I first got targeted, I called all over the place, and the people that were even in uh, direct contact with these programs that were over them were telling me that maybe I needed to go to mental health. And... uh, so it's it's a pretty. Um, I, I, w- I guess I situation. would respond. Uh, uh, for what? What would I need to go to mental health? For? Well, I was a new target, <laughs> and I was doing a lot of research. Yeah, and you didn't know. I know. I it's right, but I but since then I've been around a lot, and I've come in contact with a lot of people, at least three contractors for sure, and like. I didn't have, they took my livelihood, my income, my home, my business, everything. So, you know, they pretty well neutralized me. But um, just from what I've seen from running around from here to there for safety, uh, there are a lot of ways that you can tap into. Even if you went around a college campus and started uh, just sort of asking people about certain things, 
you know, I'm sure we could start coming up with a lot of answers about if you things. if you ask the if you ask the right questions in a smart way, to not to bring attention to yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, this has to be you got you got to be really smart about this. I'm going to take it real easy. I'm going to I'm, I've got a lot of experience in a lot of these areas, and, and I know attorneys too, and who not to trust, and who and what and what not to do. And I know not to make this big case and crack. In other words. If you bring up, uh, remember something, when you're presenting something, if you bring up a bunch of small things, you're just going to crack open the door for them to attack you. If you just stick to the hard, strongest thing and just, you know, go for the direct person, people, or that entity, that's a very good start. You know, we we need that. We need that win. We need that win. So don't go after that's just it's just my opinion don't go after this huge thing and i don't know about the stock you know i don't care about any of that um, anything i just want to know where it's coming from my main concern is i've heard from you ladies for years a couple years and it's just very hard it's trauma it's horrible to hear that you're some of them are trapped in their residences and are getting decimated and then they're they due to lack of funds it's just horrible it's just I, I i don't even have any words so yeah, I'm, concentrating, I'm concentrating on the close proximity, um, uh, close proximity of uh, uh, delivery systems. Yeah, it is. What I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to they, I'm hoping to find that is what I'm. It hoping. is. They they have the contractors um, get jobs right near you, right next door actually, and that's how they get their job. The closest one gets the job, but they also have the cell phone towers and the satellites but mostly they're there right next door that's what i found and something you have to keep in mind is the fact that they're using the SCADA well maybe not the SCADA system maybe there's an offshoot of it or maybe they are using it the SCADA system is uh for what they use for biomedical implants and um they're those are tracked and so i'm thinking they track this technology too in the same way and, they, and that, that can be traced. And, um, right, and of course. What if, it is, if, that's, if that's part of it, you know, don't forget. Yeah, it's on the internet. And also, you have to remember that the technology we have to, um, to detect these frequencies already exists. The meters are pretty good. You get a, if you have a wideband meter, um, that's good. But if you have a um, spectrum analyzer, that's better. And just leave it on. All the time, or, you know, or overnight, or some when you know you're going to collect data, and what you need to do is collect that data. Uh, however, you know, it's if they're aiming it at you, they're going to aim it at you, and it's going to show on the machine, and it will be enough. That's all we need. All you have to do is show, you know, a number of hours of this is going on every night. So um, it's the same thing. So. Anyway, yeah, but you know, we're gonna you got to cover a lot of bases there to make sure there's no cracks, and you know, it's it's an area I'm not familiar with, but I would definitely want something professional, um, something that somebody else right. can vouch vouch for, right. that's gonna be top of the line. I'm not looking to spend a bunch of money. I don't have any like the rest of you, um, but I'll get it, and uh, but I don't want to make a mistake and get something that I have to resell to get to get something else. I do have something. I do have a spectrum analyzer that I can familiarize myself with, and I'm going to start bringing it with me and data log it just to get experience with it. I don't know how to read an analog printout, but 
I know people that do, and I, I'll do that, but, you know, I want to make sure that it's going to be a slam dunk in that area. Um, as far as presentational, it's going to be learn as I go. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to eliminate the close proximity um, delivery systems and, um, you know, try to figure out, um, you know, how it is being delivered. And then that could just be me. It could be a, an array of different delivery systems and uh, a lot of different uh, people involved, but they should be held accountable for doing it. Like, you know, this is, uh, you know, a major crime. Um, you know, I want to attack it civilly if I can. And, uh, you know, I'll keep you posted on what I find as far as the, um, the proper uh, way to, co to the proper way to collect the evidence in, as far as looking at it and le presenting it legally, understanding the, um, the legal, um, um, that you, the legal format that you have to jump through, that you have to complete, you have to complement, you have to obtain that. That's the most important thing, in my opinion. And um, you know, hopefully, we'll, there'll be a, a firm that'll that'll actually go to you know go in there and, and boom and, and file it, and then you go from there. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's not going to be a major. Um, uh, thing as far as like a base or something like that. I mean, that'd be horrible. I would say the basic, um, the basic role as far as evidence is being able to back up whatever claim that you make with some type of an some type of evidence. If you're going to say you're going to be, if you're going to say your stops then you're going to need to present some evidence for that. If you're going to say that you're being attacked by RF uh, frequencies, then you need to back up that claim. And when you're dealing with an attorney, that's what they want to see. Um, you know, as long as you can support whatever it is that, uh, that you say, then uh, they'll be willing to work with you. You know, we've got to do something about getting some money for these women that are that don't have it, so that they can actually uh, do something to protect themselves. You know, it's it's it's, it's uh, heartbreaking. Uh, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, no, that's what that's that's why um, GIs really have not gotten any further than we have as as far as court, um, because this. Uh, this this situation was designed so that we would have no evidence and no one to report it to. And up to now, that has been the case. But that dynamic is changing. And as of this year, we have, as a community, started to to stand up and to gather some um, some evidence. And the invisible crime is day by day becoming more visible. So um, I think we'll see some really great things happening in 2017. I sure hope so. I'm tired of being patient. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just frustrated like everybody else. I mean, it's, you know, uh, uh, the pain delivery systems. Uh, and I went back and looked to see who designed this, and it was a psychiatrist, and then he became the president of the Psychiatric Association of the, of the World, and you know, he got together with the spooks and DOD, and they, you know, started developing this as a as a weapon. I mean, that's that's a sick crew. 
and that's what we're all dealing with, a bunch of, well, it's, you know, this shouldn't be allowed for any reason anywhere on the planet to be instrumented. And they go, oh, we need this for what? What do you need it for? What? Yeah, that's why they got it, to use on us. I know, but it's it's to it's, uh, it's yeah, but that's it's it's got to be uh, brought out in the in the right fashion. It's kind of hard for me to think properly, but um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a mix of presenting this to, to where it's advantageous for a politician to use it, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's you know, it's it's. it's it's a little, you know, most people want to say, hey, this is, a, this is a, a, a heinous crime or it's just a crime, period, and this has to be investigated and stomped out and the, the people need to be held accountable. Unfortunately, today, guys, I don't think that's going to be the, the approach that's going to get it anywhere um, in the political area, um, not in my opinion. But, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Um, now, but as far as any hmm. contact information... Do I have any contact information? Yeah, like an email or something. No, I didn't create one yet. I could just write one out and create it though, and I'll, I'll put my PC's been down. I'll um, I, let me just make it. Um, why don't I just do this? Manhunt. Manhunt um, at uh, yahoo.com. And give it a day or so. I'm going to put manhunt at Yahoo. You better add some numbers to that because I can guarantee you somebody's already got that manhunt. Okay, manhunt. Um, Ti. Uh, one. No, manhunt one two, one two. One two one two. Okay. Manhunt one two one two at Yahoo.com, and I'll create that. That way, that you know, like I said. I'll slowly get the the legal thing out of the way, but um, I will go into a. Uh, I was offered a couple of jobs in that area, and I will go into a. I'll go through my one of my family members or something. I'll get into a law library and I'll dig and dig and dig and dig. Cause I'm really good at that, and I'll find out what what you have to pass as far as putting in evidence. And just remember something: you want to condense it, make it as simple as possible. You don't want to crack the door in any, anything that you're going to present to give them an opening to come in to discredit what you're trying to do to begin with. And that's to keep it as simple as possible, direct as possible. You present the evidence, the judge will love it, it's boom, one, two, three, and it's a ruling, and the jury, if it's civil, most of them just have to look at it. <clears throat> you know, if you come up with all this cumulative stuff and all these different parties and all this thing and this, you know, new world order for guys, don't even think about it. You know, don't give them a reason to dislike you. Just give them a reason to just go, this, I'm here to roll on this, and that's the end of that. <clears throat> that's my opinion. That's you know, um, I've been hearing that they have schools that are training them in this. Um, I yeah. heard one in California, and I know there's one not too awfully far from where I'm at in Oregon, uh, and they're all over. I've heard. I just all I've ever all I all I know is Georgia Tech, and that's in that's in uh, that's in uh, Atlanta. And um, I just read and saved. I just went through all the all the all the calls I've listened to in the last few years. I just made two phone book thick stack about ten inches of stack. I just segregated it, itemized it, and I'm just putting it all together. That's so why when I came back, Derek's called on it. I was like, yeah, this is where I started. Let's go back. And I'm just trying to get it back together, but. Thanks to David's um, 
uh, CD, it's actually pulled pull my my brain back into have sequence. I don't know if it's the meridians in your body or if it's the way your body um, connects to your brain, but this weaponry took it out, took it away, or it's the, the way that they direct the energy or the or, or cumulative weapons made it more accessible to my nervous system for them, and it was getting bad, 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 bad. And uh, thanks, I was listening to that. I pulled it back in. Although, you know, I had heard to use white noise. I just was, you know, it's hard to, you know, maneuver in this um, um, capacity. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, you're trying to, you know, get through it, you know, but you just, it's like you zombie out or something. Some How long have you been at TIL? About three or four years, unfortunately. Oh yeah, you sound you sound you sound like you're still strong and and just keep forging, just keep forging you know, and build your credibility. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of hard to stop. I'm I'm kind of hard to stop, but they they're doing a good job at it. I'm nor I'm like a normal guy now, so but I don't like it. You know, so, uh, you know there's something to... that you people aren't considering. You can have all the evidence in the world, and um, these people are high-power high criminals. They walk the corridors of the Pentagon and the CIA. You can have all the evidence in the world, and they can just shut you down with national security or national security state secrets. Yeah, that's privilege. one of the things I heard was... That's how they shut down your lawsuit. I had all the evidence in the world. So, you know, it's kind of futile. I heard I heard that. Well, it depends on how you who you're going after. I haven't gotten there yet. I'll definitely, I'll definitely look at that. But I also have a, um, you know, have a little knack of maneuverability and knowing when things, how to, how to make things advantageous for different people around the system. And, uh, you know, it's they can't. You you know, the when you start when universities start having directed energy departments and uh, radio frequency departments, and their students are being trained, and you have schools that are being trained that are training people. I mean, if you go if you go at them like that with this huge thing, like oh, this is a big conspiracy, and you're using a control model, and you bring out like everything I just said on the call, of course they're going to come at you with that or whatever, anything you can, because you're going after a huge group of people and holding them liable. Um, hopefully you can just get a few of them or a, a specific entity and uh, cumulatively um, attack it for what it's doing. Um, it's kind of hard not to, but if they come in and say it's national security or it's, you know, it's part of the DOD directive, which, of course, the, you know, like you just said, they hide behind that when they're put up against the wall, then, they have the so, power. They have the power, and all they have to do is claim state secrets or national security, and you're shut down. That is a fact. I will then. Then, then that's then that's what's going to happen. I'm going to. It's going to be another, um, you know, uh, part of my life where I've expended a bunch of energy and um, I get nothing back. I'm used to that, but I don't want to think like that. Um, I'm not going to think like that at all. I'm going to direct positive, constructive energy, and I'm go. pretty. I'm pretty sophisticated in a cumulative fashion. I understand politics, and I know how to create things to the advantageous for the set of circumstances that I'm doing. But, you know, if it's a diff- listen, if that happens, it's like, you know, it's very simple what's going through my mind. What I'm hearing is they're torturing American women, and it's time, and I'm sitting on my couch, 
And a buddy of mine comes by and he goes, dude, they're torturing American women right now. They're using directed energy weapon. And then he educates me. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do, let's get, let's get, let's do this. And that's it. I'm not going to sit here and let this happen without doing nothing about it. I like that's your it. attitude. <laughs> you have a good attitude, Al. Yeah. This is long enough. I'm over in Port Angeles. Yeah. I was just going to add this, that you're talking about approaching um, the powers that be. We are in an arms race. I mean, we have to understand that, that other countries are developing this kind of weaponry, Russia, Belgium, all over the place. And their reasoning for doing it is that we absolutely have to do this. You know, what we need are people of integrity to, uh, like um, Benny, like Mr. Benny, I forgot his first name. But, I mean, there William, are, William Benny? Yeah, William Benny, people like that whistleblower type people who see something wrong and they want to do something about it. It's just you have that, that kind of attitude too. And there are people yeah, but, I, I still believe in this nation and I still believe that we have heroes there. Somewhere in the shadows we have some heroes who want to who want to straighten things out, that it's not right to do this to uh, American citizens. Now, American women, period. I mean, just the thought. I'm going to bring that up and stick to that, period. You're torturing American women? Are you are you, are you guys tripping? I mean, uh, that's it, period. You know, nobody messes with our women. That's it. And as far as men, I hey, listen, guys, uh, as far as doing it to men, uh, I can take care of myself. You know, well, and, uh, I'm not, and I'm not stupid either. You know what I mean? Now, you, want to pull, you want to play around your little weapons? Go ahead. There are a lot of men who have been harmed greatly by this. You have to understand oh, yeah. that. I'm talking country. to one of them. <laughs> okay. You, yeah, I know. Okay. And also, doctor, I heard uh, Dr. Duncan say they used to go about people, certain segments of the Congress, uh, of the um, public that were not able to help themselves or defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Less able. Okay. They, uh, now they're going after everybody. He said, with this kind of thing, they've gone after everyone. These are married people, mostly at first. Uh, several years ago, I think it was uh, Dr. Robinson, you know, Terry Robinson, who did his, his survey, and I believe there were 79% were women older than childbearing age. Most people were single anyway. They lived alone. That was something. They just pick easy targets is the thing. You know, whoever's easier than someone else, you know, it may be one neighborhood, another neighborhood, something like that. They just went after everybody. But it is an arms race. And they may be scared. And they may be thinking, we have to do this. Because if we don't, Russia's going to get us that way. So that's what you have to be up against when you bring this when you bring this before someone who can actually do something about it. And make sure that person is a person of integrity, courage, and fortitude, like William Benny and others. No, I, I, I agree. You're right. You're very well stated, ma'am. Very well stated. Is yeah, anybody was... familiar with Dave's last name to obtain the CD? I think I have his address, but I don't have his Case. last name. Case. Dave Case. And is, yeah, he, um, is it like $5 that you send off to get the CD? Um, you can uh, whatever, yeah, whatever it costs. Yeah, it is. It, it does cost five dollars. That's what I heard. And uh, you can send off 
if you know who Vulcan Wolverine is, he's doing that. I sent an email, but for some reason it didn't get delivered, so I thought I'd just send him a note um, mm-hmm. with whatever proceeds he needs to uh, to get it back in the mail. I just took a guess there that it's $5, but I really don't know. Yeah, it is, it is about $5, but he's getting hit pretty hard, so um, he'll they'll get it to you, one of them. Yeah, I really like Dave. You know, he's got a, you know, he's 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 definitely a patriot. You know, it's these are this is an embarrassing, sad time in our history. If it is, um, and uh, it's, it's that our country, for whatever reason, you know, you're smart, you say something that they don't like, you say something ethically, whatever, and they attach this. They're using a track. They're using a tracking thing. It's just like missile lock technology and they lock onto you and then they do this this horrific thing to a woman man you yeah, i tell you what you better find some place to hide bro because i'm coming i'm looking for you yeah i think a lot I'm of people happy. are getting really angry about this and we're i think i you know i i know i am ready to you know form our own defenses have our own uh little you know Group of people. I haven't done it. one. I haven't done one thing yet, bro. I'm, I haven't gone home yet. I haven't gone down south. I haven't gone to see anybody. I'm, you know, I haven't done anything. I'm just checking it out and I'm waiting. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to start doing the law thing to teach me how to look at this. And just like that woman said, find somebody who's ethically. I know the attorney too, and this guy is. He teaches at law school. Right? He's an animal, but would he get involved in this? You know, if you pissed him off, he would. But, uh, you know, that's what kind of attorney you need. And like you know, like the other lady said, they'll just step in and go, boom, it's a matter of this and that. So we'll just have to, I'll have to check that out and see, you know, that they can't, you know, I'll have to create it so that won't happen. You can't go in there in a civil thing if it's handled. I just have to go back into law. I'm not, I've, fortunately, I've sat in a law library for years. So I will. I'll go poking around. I just have to take it easy because I'm not on point. And yeah, I'm glad to get. Hmm? I was just going to say the one one thing that I realized is these contractors that come into your neighborhoods, they have all these. They have this this weaponry. I don't know if it's more than one thing or or what, but I'm I'm of the opinion that they're looking at everybody because the NSA has the attitude of collect it all. That's their motto, actually. It's what Green Greenwald said. And um, so what they want to do, this is, I've just noticed, this is what they do. They want to find people who are waking up and they don't want them to start talking to people. They're go, they've gone into, they're really, the DOD is at war with the uh, American people. They don't want to have people that can act as leaders and that can, um, you know, they don't want people waking up. That, and they'll put them on this weaponry. I've seen this happen numerous but times. Like I said, bro, it's simple. They, they're implementing a control model, what we've seen lately, but I don't think they've done it to this magnitude before. I don't remember as a kid seeing mass shootings or right. anything like this. And then they're implementing the, the mental illness. It's just to try to control the, the, middle, the middle class and uh, lower middle class because, you know, they're not dealing drugs or anything like the introduction of Coke and whatever. So this is just another control model. Um, how you handle something like this, I don't have the education to analyze it. 
Um, you know, I don't have the education in those areas to give you a uh, an overview, you know, and how you would you would handle it. And a lot of these things that are, are these topics, when they are f- figured out, you know, nobody's going to be discussing it on the phone call in detail without, you know, you know, you don't want to go to a fight and tell them what you're bringing, you know. <laughs> so, right. You know, you can give little little tidbits and say, I'm in this area. This is how you present this. This is what I saw, which I will do. And uh, mm-hmm. the, you'll at least have that. I'm pretty good. I belong to a couple of legal associations. So I, I'm, um, you know, I plan ahead, you know. And, well, it um, seems to know, me it'll, it'll get taken now, care of. It seems to me they're trying to you know? overthrow the, they're trying to th- overthrow the country and like bring it into chaos and then put everybody in FEMA camps. Now maybe I'm wrong. That no, uh, I'm, you know, well, you know, you, you, they are trying to, they are trying to overthrow the country or, or well, what about the people. The never where are they going? Yeah, where are all the homeless going? And um, I don't know. Well, that's, it's just, you know, they're, they're, what you're seeing is they're just implementing a control model, guys. That's all you're seeing. I mean, they're making the biggest bang for their buck. As far as what they're doing, they're the only ones that are going to know. You can sit here and hypothesize all you want to, you know. Yeah, but think about this. Uh, the next, the next uh, steps in this totalitarian society you aren't you aren't going to like because it's going to get like um, World War Two, you know, the Nazis. So that's really what it's going to be like because it it does they don't it doesn't stop from here. It just keeps going. Yeah, but I'm not trapped here. You know, I, I'm not trapped here. Well, a lot of us are. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trapped here, guys. You know, but um, you know, I definitely got to pay. You know, I, and believe me, I, every time I write a big check to the IRS, I'm not liking it. <laughs> Especially when I'm going without, you know, so uh, I'm not liking it either. Trust me. So uh, I'm with you on everything, but I'm planning, you know, in in advance and, you know, I'm going to take a good look and see. But, you know, domestic terrorism needs to be dealt with just the way it is. And that's, you know, there's a lot of legal things that, you know, you can use to your advantage, but you got to know how to maneuver yourself around. But it is, you know, and um, we're a lot, you know, we're all smart people. And, um, you know, they're very vulnerable, you know, and, and there's a lot of people involved from what you guys are saying, you know. There's a lot so, of people uh, involved, and it goes from dirt level all the way up to the highest. And uh, the social engineers are engineering for each one of us, and this is what I've seen. It goes anywhere from if you get a little bit of money, say maybe an inheritance, and after they've taken everything, then they drive you out of where you are, and then you're spending your money moving around. Uh, there's people there that are just waiting to take your money and maybe twice the amount of money for one month's rent, uh, and then they have people around already to move you, to help you. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it just goes it just goes on and on and on. But the thing is, is that once they take you down, these poor women, I was one of them for a while, and then you have no safeguards. They've pretty well taken your support system. Everybody thinks you're nuts. You just went whoop-de-doo all of a sudden. You're crazy. Um, and... And and so then you're you're burning your bridges everywhere because nobody believes you and you're just green. You don't know what's going on exactly. You're running for your life. Um, and I'm missing the point. Well, we that believe I want you. To 
We believe. Well, no, I'm not talking about. I I had two businesses going, and I I was pretty I was pretty well uh, into my community church, all of it. And um, because I worked so hard, I thought I I didn't realize I wasn't as connected as I thought I was. And so when it all really started tumbling down. I found out that people, just regular people, are going through horrendous things, things. really hard things, like people that I thought would be my rocks, and and they weren't, they because they were going through horrible things, and um, but there was a point I wanted to make about the depopulation, the DOD, it's right in there. I can't tell you like Darlene Miles would, but. Um, it's right in there about but what how they want to depopulate and how many they want to depopulate and ways that they want to do it. And right. uh and, and anyway, after they uh land grab and take your businesses and your inheritances and your uh stick you for taxes beyond taxes, um let leave you pretty kind of like, What? Can I get food stamps or something? That's where they want you to be, of course, uh, depending on them. Well, then, you know, look at all these homeless people. I mean, I saw the lines of homeless people growing in my community. And my church said, you know, it used to be um, that we fed people all around the community. Now we don't have the money to feed the community. We're trying to take care of our own parishioners. And it was the biggest church where I lived. Um are you there? It's horrible. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right. So, so that and and the depopulation thing is very real. And when it first started for me, the targeting, the big thing I saw right in front of my face were dollar signs. Everything was about a dollar sign. And everything evolves on that, everything. And people are just doing everything in order to make the money, to make the money turn, uh, you know, tear down this part of your health so you have to go see a specialist about that. Uh, or all of a sudden, you know, they start working on the frequencies in your ears and all of a sudden you start getting all these things from a, a hearing doctor. You know, it's it's all about the money, from the low to the high. Anyway, yeah, and the FEMA camps are a real thing, a very real thing. They're picking people up off of the Vegas streets, taking them out in the desert to um, a prison that is not a functioning prison, as I understand it, Uh, and these people are taken out there, and sure, they can leave if they can get through the desert back to wherever it is they want to go, and there's a lot of people showing up missing, a lot of people. And then what about all the homeopaths that uh, they're they're gone? You know, the doctor, the natural doctor that comes against. Uh, they're all dying of suspicious of suspicious things. Exactly. Well, they, also, also they have a big they have a big university here, and a lot of them. This is where they, this is the number one uh, in Washington State. They have the number one naturopathic college and. Um, um, hospital in the country, and they're pumping them out left and right because I see them all the time. And what I'm seeing, there's two undergrads that are getting ready to graduate, and two doctors. So they're very professional. And they document. They document everything. Very nice. Uh, 
they're they're the ones that know what's going on with the vaccine. Well, it's cumulative. You know, you guys are bringing up a lot of points. It's it sounds like a cumulative thing. So it's uh, you know, like I'm going to stick with the control mall thing. I would never bring that up in court or anything. I would just bring up. I think it's you know, it's just another way. Well, it's not even really another way of looking at it. It's just um. Okay. It's just most people don't part understand what that is, and I, I think part I do. Well, it's just either that's well, you just have to understand politics and how they move and what they're doing today, and they're in debt, so they're they to to keep everybody preoccupied and control them a little bit, so they don't move against them. No, oh, but it's making, a lot more than just they can control. keep making their court. They can keep making their quarter m a year or whatever they make. I think the average salary in Washington D.C. is a quarter of a million, and it's one of the richest towns in the country. And I kind of yeah, but you see they're putting all the they're putting all the whistleblowers in this program, or you know something like it. They don't want anybody telling about anything. It's all based on corruption. How long can that really go on? It, it really can't know. go. It's, on. it's yeah, but they they promote that at the job. If you see something, tell us. You know, and that's what I keep hearing from over and over again. They're doing this following the same protocol, and they're and they're following the basic <laughs> ethics that we were taught when we were children. And, I don't see why they would do that to them, but they, they do, and it's um, it's horrifying. Well, it's worse than that. It's if you see something, keep your mouth shut. If you tell anybody, you'll be in that program, and that's used to scare them. That's pretty much left out there to scare people. Right. Well, if if yeah, but it's not coming out, so it's definitely let's get rid of this person. Um, it's that people are, you know, the only close proximity of people are, are would they hear that, which would be family members. And, and if they did know about it and they, that would scare them. So, um, you know, it may be right. It may be that way that they're, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, I'm not, I didn't major in that type of an analysis or anything. I, but I do understand base politics and I do understand what I've seen and I happen to see it on TV my sister almost got killed, um, you know, so I, I, I pretty much understand it. It took me a year to beat it. I didn't even believe that this was happening the first year. Nobody wants to accept that your your government officials are an entity and they're allowing this to even occur. So we go through a whole psychological thing for the first year or so, and then you have the, the psycho teams that are on you. you know, well, just since I've been sitting here talking on this call, uh, subliminally, the way they do on me the, with their no-touch torture, they've, they've told me three times that uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> under the gun, so to speak. Yeah, they threaten me, my life, and they have for a long time. They, well, they, they, and the only they a person that goes through no-touch torture and a lot of those things would understand what I'm saying because it's off the chart they, weird. They need to be shot yeah, weird because they can they can take you out with this. Um, so, and I'm also going to bring to you guys the um, bonus. What is it called? It's uh, the fanatical medicines and ionizing radiation. And the people that read that, I mean that that wrote that report, the two or three part um, report, are at Bastry. So I'm going to go there and meet those particulars. And next time I go, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to get them to tell me the proper diet to go on, 
because um, I Shelly told me to go into a call several you know months and months ago in the daytime, which I've never done. And I went on it with some guy from Europe, and he came on. And he, you know, he knew what he was doing. He was saying, you know, people like like us really need to seriously um, learn the aspect of what a radiologist would do if they were had radiation poisoning to that degree or something like that. But you need to understand the the, the diet to go on to get that out of you. So I'm gonna document everything that they tell me and the the um the diet they tell me to go on and I'll forward that to you guys. You gotta you gotta understand ionizing radiation it's not ionizing radiation, it's non ionizing radiation for the most part. I I, I don't doubt that, yeah, that there could be some of that but uh that's well, ionizing that, that would kill you just like tearing up your your system, your organs. Um, you have all these neutrons and whatever going for you, but uh, well, non-ionizing radiation doesn't have that. Okay, the 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 right. Well, the the aspects of the weaponry hitting you, I'm going to ask them um, to test me if they can, and uh, if if that is present, then to put me on the diet. And, um, I've asked for I've asked for three tests for when I was getting seriously radiated in California and Arizona, and they would they said they told me they had no tests for that, and well, uh, then I had one doctor one doctor when I went back to another part of California tell me there was a test for that, but that my insurance would probably not uh, handle it. But the other thing is is iodine is also good for radiation. Yeah, but like I said, I want to talk to a professional that, okay, first I heard about it on that call that Shelly gave me the link to, I mean, the numbers to in the daytime. It was a guy who is really experienced in this, and I can't remember word for word verbatim, but he said you need to get familiar, you need to familiarize yourself with the diet that a radiologist would go on if they were overexposed, something to that effect, and that a lot of us don't take that into account. So I just went through all the paperwork I've been collecting for a few years, and I'm going to, lucky for me, the, 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 um, the physicians are at the, the place that I go to. I haven't been there in several months, but I mean six months or something, but I'm going back, and that's going to be on the questioning to that I want to participate in that and I, I, all I'm saying is whatever diet that they prescribe to me for that, I'm going to convey it to you, and that's it. And then the, the supplementation and the or and or the herbs that you take and cumulatively with the diet. And I heard it was a strict diet. I don't care. Anything that will help me from getting the cancer of if this sits dormant in your system or when they hit you, if it builds up, if that is the case, I have no idea. I don't know anything about the what it does to you, except it's extremely painful. <laughs> you know, extremely, you know. And I feel for you ladies, you know what I mean? And I, I just wish that, you know, I was, I had a few hundred million and I was a very successful guy because I would I, I would do, like right now, I, I know I found, I finally found the proper shielding company that builds the proper shielding that you need for EMF and acoustics. And I'm going to contact them. Oh, yeah. That's what they do. They've been doing it since 1950, and they've got 6,500 enclosures built so far, 
and then you do them for MR, MRI rooms and stuff like that. So they have everything you need. Okay. And um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I have. I would just like to say one more thing, and then I'm not going to interrupt anymore. And I'm sorry I interrupted anyway. But I, the reason I said that about them threatening me three times as I'm sitting here, uh, I have no intentions of hurting myself or killing myself or anything like that. And I just want the community to know that. My name is Donna, and um, I get threatened, and they try to scare me, and I just want everyone to know that. And I really appreciate you listening to me. I don't usually talk anymore lately, but um, I felt led don't to listen, talk to you. Don't listen to Thank them. You. Don't listen to them. Think of some po- play some positive music. Well, you know, don't listen to me if you've got BTK. Play some positive music. I made a horrible mistake of interjecting with them because I couldn't resist the opportunity to set them up. You know, and I'm just sick of doing them bored because there's just no competition. They're just stuck with their protocol, and you can piss them off all you want to. They just, you know, use it to justify hitting you worse. And uh, it's a mistake because all they're doing is studying, studying you so they can use it against you. Mm-hmm, yeah, That's I believe it. that. That's, Thank well, you. that's it. That's all they did. That's all they did to me, and I've created a horrible habit, you know. And I give them all these horrible nicknames, and they oh, they just they they just all they tell me is how bad they want to kill me, you know. They hate me, <laughs> which of course I like, you know. I'm a guy, you know. It doesn't I'm from the show me state, you know. So uh, what they're doing is, you know, what they're doing. That's their job, I guess. I'd be real curious to know what they're getting paid for this. I'd be real curious. They say a hundred dollars an hour. Oh, they tell you that? Oh, uh, that's what James told me that they get paid a hundred dollars an hour. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money for sitting on your sitting on your ass, terrorizing somebody, torturing somebody. Twelve hours. Right. Amazing. That's a lot of money. Our tax dollars hard at work. Uh, You know, one thing I want to tell people is um, when you go in to get a biopsy uh, anywhere, uh, I found out that they take chips and they mark where they took the biopsy. And um, I I don't know if you can request not to have that done or not, but um, I, I just would like to inform people of that. Well, there, there's got to be a test that you can that that they can take from you, and um, and prove that you're being um, that this is occurring. I'm sure. Besides the blood, there's got to be a cumulative set of tests, hair, skin, or something. Is anybody aware of that? I get hit all the time, and I mean, I've been hit super hard. And my doctor told me the last time I saw him and this time that he has not seen anyone in a long, long time as healthy as me. And I've been I've been holding back saying that because uh, they try, and I don't get it. I, you know, I know I know what I go through, but I take really good care of myself. I eat really well. I take supplements and. Um, so I mean, I was like shocked. I was amazed. Um, 
I, you know, I don't know. The pain I feel has got to be doing some serious damage. <laughs> Nerves or something. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> serious damage. So um, One of the workers it, that you did talk about was uh, Rouleau, R-U-L-O-T. It's a French word, and I don't speak French. Um, but it's where your uh, blood cells, the red cells, stack up like they're, mm-hmm. like they're poker chips, and that's not supposed to be that way. And it's because of the um, non-ionizing radiation. It's because of the radiation that they hit us with. Yeah, but there's got a there's a radiation a test kit that they have at the University of Berkeley. When this first happened to me, when this first happened to me, I went to the adjoining state and city and went right into a a I went to the wrong place. So we went there to get my ears checked. It was you know the ear ringing started, and I said um, I want you to test me for radiation in my blood because I wanted to doc and I said, oh, we can't help you with that. But she didn't say, well, you go here, you can do this, go check there, nothing. You know, it was like a honky-donk medical place, but I yeah, never pursued it. All, all these people but, know that that uh, they know what's going on, and they don't want to get involved. They don't want to help anybody. They don't want – because, you know, if they get seen helping someone, remember, then then they'll, they'll get targeted. That's what they think, I'm sure. Well, the lady, go to the – Go ahead, sir. All I'm saying, that lady from before who was on here and said that when she first got targeted, it was something like 12 or more years ago, they told, the people told her, the um, the firemen or something like, yeah, it was firemen, told her to go to, move to Canada, and they said that it was um, electromagnetic radiation and that you can't do anything about it. And it's coming from, you know, or they were trying to help. But now, if you tell them that, if you if you ask for help, they'll tell you they don't know. They'll tell you that uh, you know the same stuff we we get told. Nobody knows about well, it, and put them in put them in the hospital. Well, well, it sounds like you have to do some due diligence before you do anything, and then you step to the appropriate people or say the right things, so that you know you're in control. Yeah, but people um, shouldn't be. Have to, this is this is wrong. Well, I understand that, but still, you know, people do need help or medical help or if certain things are happening, you can control the situation and get to the best, the best, the most out of the situation that you can if you do do a little bit of research or check and ask around and then do, you know, slowly do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the way I, that's my, that's what I'm going to do. No, I don't, I go to well, political that's functions. That's part of the catch out is that you're talking about these poor women we won't even talk about the men. All right, how do they afford to get those tests? Well, we're going to have to figure it. If I wasn't in the situation I'm in, I could at least try to explore. I have looked at that. I talked to it and talked to about it in depth with Shelley. You need the per- and I talked. I mentioned it to Ella. You need the person and the entity, and you need the education behind you. I understand what to do, but I mean. I couldn't run it, I could, but I could oversee the, in other words, I talked to somebody who had a, a nonprofit, and he said, um, I have no problem getting money at all. He said, I was getting sick of the homeless people, and I wanted to do something about it, and I started a nonprofit, and I had, you know, plenty of money. He said, that wasn't the issue. It was the time factor, so I shut it down. So um, I'm more sophisticated than that. I could take whatever principle you have, 
and make sure you get a, a very large return on the principal and you would never have to touch the principal so it would always be there for the entity to increase just like an endowment in the college and then my opinion that's what needs to be done as far as the base structure but you just have to bring in educated professionals to allocate the funds in a professional manner then you could oversee it um, so I don't know if you can actually do that with a nonprofit entity or if you have to just get it and spend the money and then certain goes to uh, you know certain a certain amount goes to for salaries et cetera et cetera so you have to have the person that knows how to get into the areas of big money like I mentioned before the institutional areas of investment um, and or very wealthy people and um, if you had a structure like what I just said if you had the principal and the right entity and you invested it and you only spent the return on that you know, you could do it. You could. I could set it up perfect. I mean, I know exactly what to do, and I got all the entities on there. So, <clears throat> but you know, I don't know if that's applicable with the nonprofit. So we had gotten. We were discussing that. We were talking at that point. You have to be in those circles, or you have to find somebody in those circles, or you have to think. Ahead. You have to think ahead and establish establish the entities um, in the in an advertisement, like you know, the I, I like. I can't remember the, the one. It's called syndicate. I can't remember syndicate.com or something. Anyway, it's, like, it's got uh, people from all over the world, and they have their entities, and they, they report um, all over the world, and they do you know humanitarian things, something like that. Oh, Project Syndicate is the uh, entity. I was looking at that as far as like a base for that and things like that. So, you know, it could be done. But you need the educated professional that you that you'd have to bring somebody in that knows all the those circles of people, and then and then they may not want to give you the money on the you know on the on the up. They might want might want to do it under the they don't want to be involved because of like what this gentleman was saying. They don't want to get hooked up, but they don't like it, or they know somebody, or they find out that it's a lot of women that are being uh, murdered in the most heinous way known to mankind for no reason or some horrible, uh, uh, you know, uh, model that's being instituted and, you know, for, for whatever reason. And um, that, that's how that would be done. So well, that's the only way it can be done as far as helping financially, giving them the representation or, you know, help they need financially, period. Ow. Because, yes, ma'am. I just want to interrupt one minute because I'm in and out of trying to stay on this call. Um, one, two things. When you go and speak with these naturopathists and homeopathists and everything, would you please take a cassette tape recorder with you and tell them you're not taping it for anybody else but for your use because you're not going to remember every detail, and there are so many details in all of this treatment. I'll tell you. They type, I mean, it, all, they, they type it all out for me. <laughs> okay, that's really that's really good. You should, you should you should see what they do. They are there's two there's two undergrads and two physicians. They're not playing. Mm-hmm. They tape down they tape down everything that you say. Everything. Okay. The other thing before I get booted off again is that as far as evidence and medical evidence, uh, there are a lot of tests that can be done. Um, I can send you these. There's a lot of things to look for. A uh, couple pages of things for radiation. Um, yeah, once like you that. have this and you can present that to your naturopathist, this will help you a lot because that's what you need 
if um, as far as the testing goes, uh, a lot of the things are covered under regular health insurance. They're basic tests. The things that aren't, I have to pay. Have, I, have to, I got to pay for it with cash. I can't. I cancel my health insurance. I just got yeah. my my overhead was killing me. I couldn't. I just you know. But some of the basic just, tests I don't think are that expensive. Some of the more specialized ones might be, um, like a toxicology patch test and this kind of thing for the. Uh, heavy metals and everything that you're taking in from all of these uh, weaponry and uh, chemical poisonings that a lot of people don't even know they're being hit with because a lot of them are odorless. But anyway, um, I can get a list together when I can work on my computer, and I have it all. I just have to, you know, get it typed out and this kind of thing. I know. I'm just when when can I get that from you? Like in the next couple weeks or something? Oh, definitely within that time. I'm sure. You know, it's, it's like they commandeer, commandeer your computer, especially when they see you. I know, I'm rebuilding mine. I'm rebuilding mine right now. I just got to back up. What's your What's your name again? Luda, L-I-U-D-A. And I did get that email address. Pardon? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I would really love to have that list. Okay, well, um, let me see. Um, I don't know how to do this. I can send it to Derek. I can send it to Derek, and then you can contact him because I really am. I'm my time is very limited. I'm trying to edit my book and get it printed before I'm wiped out. I'd like to see it in print. <laughs> so I, I really would. I've been working on it for five years. Please give me a break. Let me just get it done. <laughs> I was thinking. I don't know how old everyone is, but do you remember the movie Silkwood? No, I don't go to the movies. Aaron Silkwood. It's a Meryl Street film, and her company in Oklahoma did certain things in different radiations, and she had to go to Los Alamos, and that's where they did testing. Nobody remembers that film. Well, Cher won an Academy Award. Um, That's where a lot of testing was done, was out of Los Alamos. Well, this kind of testing you can have done at any any Quest Lab or anything in the country, any place. I would myself go to a different area than where you live. About the radiation and stuff like that. Yeah, I've got all this stuff. They'll do whatever I want. They'll do whatever I want. I really like that. I didn't mean to interrupt you, ma'am. They'll do whatever I want. When I go in there and I say, I want this, I want this, I want this, she'll sit there and just say, she's not going to, you know, they're not, listen, they're not scared. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never That's bought wonder, I just I've, wonder if they have the do they have the equipment to do this kind of testing for that for radiation. They have a blood. They, well, if they don't, they'll send me to whomever. Listen, I either, went to my either that or I they'll send your they'll send your blood uh, sample away and get it done in a different lab. Exactly, exactly. They have blood, yeah. they have a blood company right there. But listen, I went to my dentist, and he goes he 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 looked at my X-rays and stuff, and he goes, dude, have you have you got anything going on downstairs? And I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "He goes, your two front teeth are dead." He goes, "The meridian that goes to those teeth goes right to your genitals." And I, I looked at him and I said, uh, "I said, yeah, I'm getting hit with directed energy weaponry." And he just froze and looked at me for about ten seconds, and then he goes, "I believe you." <laughs> I think most scientists have had teeth knocked out and have teeth destroyed, and a lot of people had all their teeth taken out already. And he went back and looked at my um, my X-ray, and then he looked at me, you know, and then we just started joking around like we usually do, you know. He's just a really, he's a really intel, he's a very intelligent physician. 
You know, and what so was we, we always if you were had what on your teeth? What did he tell you? He didn't tell what me was... anything. He said two of your front teeth are dead. And he asked me right. he said he let me re, let me reiterate what I just said. He said okay. he goes, Do you, are you having any issues downstairs? And I go, you know, what do you mean? And he goes, he brought me over the x-ray and he showed me. He says, you see these two teeth are dead. And he goes, the meridian that runs to those teeth goes right to your genitals. And I said, um, you know, I, I checked him out a couple of visits and I knew he was cool. And um, I, I told him what happened. I said, I got hit with, uh, I'm being hit with directed energy. And he, um, he froze, you know, he didn't, he wasn't surprised. He just didn't say, he didn't know what to say. And then he thought about it and he goes, he thought about what I said, and he looked at me, and he goes, I believe you. <laughs> and he went back, and he looked at the x-ray, you know. It was pretty funny. And then we just went back to joking around like we usually do. You know, he sees I got cream on my face and stuff. He's not stupid. People are not stupid. You know what I mean? And, you know, they got families and kids, too, guy, you know, guys. And, you know, um, when, you know, you can't, you know, I, you know if worst case comes, you know, worst case scenario, I mean, you know, I'm a guy, so, you know, I know how to kind of, like, you know, put somebody in a sling. You're like, hey, look, dude, uh, you're responsible for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm not liking it. <laughs> See you around, you know? No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, I'm serious. I'm serious, okay? So uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not a joke. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not playing. This is not a joke. You know, and uh, oh, this is to no. get the boys oh, and this doesn't get the boys together and everybody jumps in the back of a truck with a bunch of guns and goes down to the sheriff's office. This is a lot more sophisticated applications, you know, and you got a bunch of little sneaky, slimy, hiding, torturers sitting somewhere torturing a woman. Man, I'm not having that, you know. Um, that's like, I'm not having it. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's just like, you know, and if, I don't need somebody to believe me. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't. People don't care. You give them the information that they want to hear, and uh, they're in or they're not. You know, whatever. There's a lot of people. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people who don't like, you know, torturing women. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> let me you know. let me tell you some other things about eyes. For instance, um, they want to wreck your eyes, and that's one of their main things because then you can't identify them. You can't function normally unless you're a person like me, that started off with bad vision and got nearly totally blind as a result of them. So consequently, guys, protect your eyes at all costs because once you lose your vision, it's a hopeless case. It really is. Um, I'm intelligent. I'm a teacher, social worker, and all that stuff. i got a lot of education behind me. I know how to deal with this. But the most people that go blind late in life or anything else have an accident, have their eyes knocked out, you have a big problem in life because it's not a, a quick learning curve. It takes a lot of time to function independently again. So be careful. Wear stainless steel mesh goggles, Amazon. You can wear those at night when you're sleeping. Uh, stainless steel is a good antidote. The uh, dark black uh, laser protection uh, goggles that um, welders use, those are another type that you can use. Um, you can make a patch out of Linkstat with um, cotton on both sides, put it together with Gorilla tape and put that over your eyes or over your jaw when you get your mouth is getting hit um, with uh, trying to destroy your teeth like when you're standing there a tooth falls out for instance 
you can do things to shield yourself and affect, you know, to help yourself. They have at um, Harbor Freight, you can get a welder's kind of a, it's kind of a masky thing, and it's like $9. Cover it with heavy, heavy tinfoil. Put it on your face. They won't destroy your face, your bones in your face, um, your forehead and everything else. Uh, what happens with the microwave, I've determined from observation and from experience, it burns the way the tissue between your skin and your bones. So all of a sudden you have skin over bone, which is so much easier to target, attack, and destroy your bones. So you have to do everything you possibly can to protect yourself. And I don't care how you look or what you're doing in your house. Just do it. Don't sit there and take it because it's going to destroy your body. Your mind will be sharper, but your body is when that doesn't function properly. Then you've got big problems. You've got all the autoimmune diseases coming in. You've got all kinds of problems. Supplementation is really important, as one lady mentioned. Very, very important. Nutritionally, you can help yourself and eat properly. There's a lot of things you need to avoid. But there's you mean I can't, you can mean I can't smoke? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, it's it's up to you how you live your life and, and what you need to do to survive. But there are healthier ways to live, to live longer with a higher quality of life. I should have been dead a long time ago and probably would have been if I didn't know all this kind of thing. I was raised in, uh, born in another country and raised in an environment until I was 25 where I never had anything out of a can. Everything was... Uh, all nutritionally, we raised everything, we canned everything, we did everything ourselves. So consequently, uh, we ate the fish from Nova Scotia, we did, we fished for it ourselves. We did everything, Just our, it was our way of life. It was the way we were raised and the way all our relatives are raised. So consequently, I'm a little bit healthier. I would be gone a long time ago. I'm 72 years old, and I'm going down this path, and I'm blind. So what I'm saying is it's possible no matter what your plight is and no matter what autoimmune thing is attacking you and the pains and everything else, think common sense. I can't uh, read a lot of things that you people can read. I have to go by my common sense. How am I going to defend myself about this against this thing now that they're throwing at me? And I have to come up with some reason and some way to do it. I don't have the ability to sit there and read like you guys do, you know, books. I can read off the Internet with my uh, talking computer, but I can't read books. So consequently, I have a little bit different plight in life, and it's made me, forced me to be stronger. It's forced me to be stronger. Just like I'm a knitter, I've learned to knit as I walk with my yarn on a backpack because I have to walk all night. I can't, you know, they don't allow me to sleep, and I'm not. Well, if, you're, if, you're, if your eyes are if your eyes are getting burnt with microwaves, they can prove that. I'm sure. I have a oh, really yeah. good. I have yeah, a really all good, of you guys really can prove this. If you get a good ophthalmologist, they can prove it when they take pictures of your eyes. And it shows that you'll have black spots on your retinas. And your retinas are really real, think real, are going to go. And I'm going to prove that. You're saying if you have black spots on your eyes, it shows that? Is that someone talking or what? I can't hear it. I no, I don't know. Somebody uh, in the background, or maybe it's TV. Luda, it, yeah, I think that your retinas and other parts of your eyes can show that they're being damaged. If you have a baseline examination, um, there, most ophthalmologists or clinics have the ability to take uh, photographs of the back of your brain and your eyes all the way down through. Every time I go she to did. a doctor, they do this and they take pictures yeah. and they compare them. A lot of times, yeah, a lot of that. this stuff, a lot of this stuff doesn't show up. Though you're right, there's no evidence for a lot of it. Well, but then sometimes, it show up. no, I'm saying it. It depends on what they're using. 
uh, some of it doesn't show up, but some of it does. But, well, I was um, burned so bad. I was burned so bad. I was blinded for 24 hours. Um, that's when I should have went right there the next day. Right. I did go in. I, yeah, but I didn't. I went back. I can't remember. I was in shock because it happened. Now they just lightly burn me every day or whenever I get in the shower. But they burn it so where I can't see and i got to stop driving. or I can't, you know, it's like right now, right. you know, recently they've been doing it when I went in to start doing research. So um, I don't think I will, there's any target that has the vision they had before it started. I think that's one of their focuses, the um, ocular vortex. The, um, getting right in the brain and really wrecking the eyes. I really believe that. So, um, I, hey guys, hey, hey guys. Um, <laughs> there really is not a natural break in this conversation. I have to kind of interrupt. Sorry about that. But um, there's, um, we have about maybe 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes left in the call. I uh, just want to kind of announce that before the uh, the call automatically closes. And then also, if there's um, if, there's, if there's anyone that would like to open up a room after this call ends, you might want to um, come in and sit. Um, also, um, if you if you're waiting to be <coughs> excuse me unmuted and you've been waiting for a while, um, you might have to call back in because uh, they did something to the board. So um, for me to, to see your line, you have to call back in and then star eight. Okay. Um, all right, that's all I have to say. Can anyone hear me? Lavita, yes. is your name is Lavita. How long do you think that would be to work up that list so I could keep that in mind? Uh, well, I've, I've got to get to be able to use my computer. That's the thing. I can type it out on um, the, a regular computer, but then I need mailing addresses to mail it. So, uh, well, if you're thinking Eric or whatever, I'm looking at, what, a week, two weeks? No, no, no. It, it shouldn't take that long. I mean, I've got the stuff. It's just getting at it. I'm battling against what they're doing to my computer is, you know, everybody's getting broken down and all, but... Uh, hi, Luda. I don't even go into detail. Hey, so, hi, Luda. Uh, hi. Hey, how are you? Um, well, still, still vertical. What else can I tell you? Still vertical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much to the dismay of some people, I think, my, my secret admirers. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Is that Linda? I think I'll start that... making that attribution myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm yeah. going to start working on that list for you guys, and I'll give you only I, – I can't give you the sources where it's from because I can't go back, and I don't have the time to be on the Internet to do that. I'll just give you what I have, and trust me, the way it's written, I could have never done this myself. So I'll give you the information I have. I don't know where it's from. I, you know, I'll give you maybe the title of the article or something. You can maybe look up some more information yourself, but I can't give you the websites or any of that stuff because I just have it. I just I, I can just use a computer very quick on online. Don't do it. So I quick get it and that's, I I leave. So uh, copy it into my computer and then read it. So I'll get some of that stuff together and see what I can come up with. And when I when I call and I get it all together, I'll let you know. Who is that? Can anyone hear me? Yeah. Does anybody on the call have the Active Shield from um, Bug Sweep? What is it? It's it's a it's some shielding that's supposed to be really really good. Oh. 
one person got it and it's in a closet somewhere. It didn't work. That's the only thing I know. Okay. See, the problem is everybody's desperate and they will go to try to get anything at any cost. Everybody is desperate. You have to be very, very careful how you spend your money. Isn't real good. Well, what about um? What about the uh, whatever? What are you trying to steal from? Pardon? Oh, is it RF or are you getting electromagnetic? Who me? Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, I I get a I get a combination of microwave, RF, magnetic, ultrasonic. It just depends what day it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had heard some good things about the active shield and um, I wanted to know if anyone around me had it to uh, in order for me to try it is what I wanted to do. I was trying to see if anyone How do you acquire it? Uh I don't think you can just don't give anything away that would compromise anyone's, you know. No, you can't. You can't just try someone because you have to be for five days of of working with you in order to get it made for you specifically. So you just can't go go down the street and try somebody's. That doesn't work. I know that. It's fifteen hundred bucks, and if you don't, if it doesn't work for you in so many days, I can't remember how many months or something, they'll give you back half of your money. But he said it depends on how. How far, how how long you've been getting hit? You know, it try. What it does is it puts your body, your mind back in sequence. Supposedly, something like that. Mm-hmm. He said it took him about ten years to figure it out. You know, so mm-hmm. he it's a it's something I can't remember. I mean, he, I, I didn't ask him what type of a, a device it was, but uh, that's what it was. He's up in he's up in I think Utah until Christmas. He's not far. I kind of wanted to see him, but it's you know I'm not I'm not busy right now. I would have zoomed over. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, I have a question. Um, I know that everybody in the past has said don't don't go and get therapy or or anything of that nature. Um, has anybody gone to get therapy and had a good experience? I mean, I think I've heard in the past of people going to therapists and therapists validating that there's nothing wrong with the person. Well, when you say therapy, do you mean you mean um, specifically an- announcing that you're having specific stuff that that really yeah. isn't? Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, you know. Have you gone? No, but you know, I would say both. Uh, neither a psychologist nor a psychiatrist would would. You know, the fields just don't have it in their diagnostic or diagnostic manuals. And they're not, you know, you could, what you could do would be get treat, you could seek treatment for depression or anxiety, maybe anxiety, um, you know, just be clever or prepared enough to um you know whatever like whatever one of our TIs that was on earlier tonight was talking about Kathy Meadows who is a psychologist and is a TI. I, I know, I know who Kathy Meadows is. Um yeah. 
I she might be an exception, it. yeah, yeah. But she wouldn't. I don't. I don't know if she gives you. Well, you'd have to talk to her. You know. I, I don't well, know. I, I, I did, and and I have no income whatsoever. So there's no way I can go to Kathy. Um, but my attorney for um, my disability um, um, had mentioned. Uh, you know, all of my medical reports, my physical medical reports, have been falsified to hide the prolific damage to my body. And uh, the um, the uh, judge with uh, disability, Social Security disability, um, wanted to send me to a physical and mental health practitioner to help my case. And initially, I said no to the mental health because I've been warned in the past that that will be falsified too to say that I'm delusional. Um, it depends on what you would say. You know, if it's for Social Security, it would be an interview. And uh, I, sh- I sure wouldn't mention anything about that kind of stuff because, you know, you could actually be viewed as uh, a danger, you know. If you want to get a uh, disability quick. Um, you can get it quickly if you're schizophrenic and delusional, very quick. If you want well, to well, real, you want to you want to write off difficult. the re- you want to write off the rest of your life, you know. Well, most people have been to a health clinic or a mental health, like a psych unit or something, so it really won't matter at that point. But if a person can't, if a person doesn't have any money for food or rent or can't survive, you have to get disability any way you can. You have to. Have and, and she, can say she, she, you could say you're you're electrosensitive. Um, can I just finish what I was going to say? So um, I went to the physical uh, doctor, the physical social security doctor, and he completely falsified his entire report. He even said I could pick up 50 pounds, and you know my entire back was maimed, including my spinal column. Uh, I'm in chronic pain daily, up and down my back. Um, so uh, my attorney sa- um, said something, uh, as well as another attorney, had told me, listen, he said, and so one of them said in so many words, not exactly like this, but said, you know, you can stubborn yourself all you want, but you're not going to get, you don't have the medical reports to back up what you're saying happened to your back. The only route you have is uh, the the mental health, and, um, and 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 I told them, you know, I mean, they they just want me to go to mental health so that they can destroy my credibility. And um, I don't want any of this. Is somebody talking in the background? Am I am I talking over someone? They need to mute themselves. Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway. Um. Uh, so I finally got talked into going to the social security mental psychiatrist and, um, uh, his final report, uh, um, indicated that I was delusional, uh, persecutory type, which is exactly what Dr. Robert Duncan and Dr. John Hall said would happen. And, um... I still don't have anything approving Social Security uh, disability for me. And, um, you know, I, I, I remember, I can't remember which uh, CI it was, but he was actually put into a state hospital, Oregon State Hospital. I forget what his name that. was. 
he was put in uh, against his will. Um, uh, when he finally got out, he went to several different um, therapists or psychiatrists who said, no, there's nothing wrong with this guy. You know, he is, he's perfectly sane. He's not delusional. And um, uh, my thoughts are this. Um, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I am not delusional. What's happening to me is real. Um, and obviously it involves the federal, state, and local government. How how do we fight this? I mean, uh, well, how- central, state, and or local combinations of those and exclusions of. Oh, it's the, it's even the Orange County here in California has participated. Uh, Talk with uh, Kyle in Louisiana, and he'll tell you how exactly how he did it with mental illness, and he did it quick. But well, it's, not, it's it. not up to me. It's not up to me. It's not how and, and, you do and it. 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 It would depend. I just want to add. It would depend it, on what state you live in. Check on the laws and rules for what they could do to you know. You don't want them giving you some drug and locking you up and it, 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 you can't Here's get the out. deal. It's not how you do it. It's what. It's like the attorney, uh, in so many words, said to me. There, uh, and one attorney before I uh, uh, a long, long time ago, um, uh, like a, a couple years ago, after I was first uh, brutally maimed, um, one attorney who was a workers' comp attorney said they're never going to let you get evidence of what they did to you. And by golly, no matter where I go, every. I mean, even to my own practitioner, there isn't a doctor that I have gone to that has not falsified my medical reports. Not one. And let me tell you, I've been all over. I have been all over to many, many different doctors. And I just, uh, I just, I just cannot believe this exists in our country. I just can't, you know, I just can't believe. It's a control uh, uh, model that they're, they're. It's a control model, and they're all making money on it. And that's what they're. It's, they're all jumping on board. Don't take it personally. You know, it's just the way it is. But uh, we're talking medical doctors. We're talking right. new. We'll, we're not just talking one or two or three. We're talking. I, I have been. I have I'm going to give you two to, points before this call ends that can help you all. Okay, and then I'm going to run. Uh, number one, the person who's talking. Make sure whenever you go to a doctor, you tell them, do not write a lot of anything into my records because this is all read by perps, okay? So they write as little as possible. Every time I, my primary's on my team, he writes no more than two sentences, no more. And that's it, period, end of story. Next point, there, write yourself, uh, never will commit suicide pact. Have it notarized and carry it with you. Um, also carry the um, psychiatric living will that you will not um, give in to any type of psychiatric hospitalization or treatment by any drugs. It's against your will. And there's on the citizensaht.org, there's a whole form there. You can just fill it out and get it notarized. Those two things you should carry on your person, like on a fanny pack, are always with you because you never know what's going to happen or when. Those two things will help everyone. If, if you truly think you'll never commit suicide, do it. I carry those I, all the time. Listen, I, I, I won't. I, not only will I not because I'm a strong woman, but I'm also, uh, you know, I was born and raised Catholic. So, you well, know, I was too. Uh, so consequently, get this paper made and get it notarized. You can write it yourself 
and you know just write that you are a targeted individual and you will never do this and there are suspicious ways that people are killed under our program but it will never come out that you committed suicide it may look that way and just write a nice little paragraph and have it notarized right and that's all you need to do because it'll protect you and yeah um you know what I mean? Because other people say, oh, she committed suicide. She couldn't deal with her crazy life. She committed. No, that's not the way it happens with us. There were I, I know, were... and I, I have often uh, suspected that previous PIs who uh, had died and it looked like um, suicide, that it was not. I have often suspected that they were offed. That's right. Um, but that's yeah. two papers that everybody I... can do. Yeah, and that will help you. Yeah, in some I think small that's way. one of. Uh, I think that's just when they decide they don't need you anymore, then then you're off, basically, and they make it look like suicide. But um, uh, you know, the Bible says that we're required to endure, and so I I'm obedient uh, to God in that respect. I will endure what I'm going through. Uh, I just I'm just it just boggles the mind that. So many medical people are involved in these crimes. The big thing is, crimes. don't waste a lot of time getting your mind boggled. Sit down and write, yeah. write dates, write places. Every time something's happening to you, forget about what's happening that you can't control. There's a lot of things you can control by making evidential diaries and journals. And this holds up in court, incidentally. Just remember yeah. something. It's real simple. It's a control model. We have a $3.5 trillion GDP. And the DOD and the, and the medical industry, um, they get a big chunk of it. And when they, they understand what a control model is, or they're, they, when they see it coming, they're going to be chomping on it to get whatever they can, and they're going to roll with it. They're not going to stand up. They don't know you. And that's all there is to it. Just you know, know what, it, know what, know what the, the thing is. I mean, fortunate for me, I, I'm not dealing with that, because as soon as it comes, it's, I'm going legal. They try that crap with me. I know what to do. But... Uh, you know, it's defamation. You know, I'm a professional. And, uh, you know, you know, we will be deciding that in front of a judge. <laughs> there should be a TI handbook, things that we can do to help when, and when we get in critical crisis situations, things that we can do to help to survive, shielding, supplementation, nutritional um, diets. There's, there should be a handbook for what we're but going here's to the because problem. nobody it, knows for, the information. For those of us. For those of us TIs that have no income, no money whatsoever, you know, I was put here in in a, a loss of monetary situation. Uh, that's part of the control. Is you know, if it wasn't for my sister, I'd be homeless in the street. And well, many you know, many of us are in the same boat. I probably ninety percent are in the same boat. You're not an exception. You're in the majority. We're all in the same boat. But still, we have to live from one day to the next as healthy as we can, or we won't get to the next day. You won't be vertical tomorrow. So forget about a lot of the stuff that's behind you. Leave it in the past and live for today and tomorrow. There's things that we can't control that happen to us. Well, Nothing uh, we can I, do about you know, it. I, I don't know why you're saying that, because what I'm describing is uh, efforts to try to get income. So I am living for today and tomorrow. That's right. So, that's good. You're in the right um, direction. But don't waste time uh, getting your mind boggled about anything. Don't do it. That's what they want you to do. They want to take a lot of space up in your brain and your mind, and don't let them do it. Yeah, they want to burn. What they want to do is make you as non-productive as they can. So 
you know, I'm sorry, ma'am. All I can do is apologize that uh, that our system is dwarfed into this due to the lack of education in our system to allow um, the political system to dwarf into wolves that have gone to the degree of uh, premeditated torture and murder of our U.S. citizens and our, our uh, specifically our women. And it's, I have a it's, question. Uh, it's uh, it's you, just beyond reproach. Uh, this kind of uh, crime is happening in almost every major com- country, China, Japan, you yes, know, the U.K. Uh, uh, do you still think it's you know, even Japan thinks it's the uh, military-industrial complex doing this. Um, they don't think it's their own country. How is it that, uh, and, and other countries uh, seem to believe the same, um, how is it that our country, our, whether it's our Department of Defense or our CIA or FBI or the military-industrial complex, how are they able to do it in other countries with the gang stalking as well? I mean, even in Japan, even you can Japan... can train anybody to pay- do anything. Because the CIA originally implemented this abroad. They, this is what they did for... It started in other countries. Right, we're always sticking our nose in other countries, but we use they they lie and say, oh, we're pushing democracy, but you can't do this to your women. Why do you do that to these people and the 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 planet and all this other stuff? And we want you to at least give it, you know, United Nations to give it a, a whatever thing. And they are they bring in um, the uh, what's it? They get them on this program. I can't remember. Uh, damn it! And then that's how they infiltrate this kind of garbage. Damn it! What's it called? NAF? Not NAFTA. Um, anyway. They, that's what they do they, in each country. And once they accept, see, the reason they give them the money is so that they can implement um, um, the infiltration um, system that they use abroad, and this is part of it. And they, they do it in, in unison with another country. I don't want to get into the specificities, uh, but I understand it. I got all the documentation. You know, it's just with the way they roll. It's a real slimy way they get in so that they can have a maneuverability, um, like if you're playing chess, I mean, if you were, uh, uh, excuse me, they ha- they use it to be able to maneuver um, in the country. They know who the politicians are, they know the industries, and then they can implement this. But they do it by, well, in other words, they tell the country, we're going to give you money, we're going to fund you, but you have to allow us to be able to bring this in. Not this particularly, but um, I can't remember what the hell it's called. Damn it, man. Um, but and everybody knows it. It's part of a government thing. It's a damn it. It's a government agency. It's called man. Everybody knows it. It's like a philanthropic agency, but it's not. It's just a front. Um. Um. Anyway, whatever. So that's why, as far as being there. But I mean, just the thought that they would do this to a political figure that they don't like that stands up against the United States. And tries to tell the people around them, hey, look, this is what's really going on, or we don't agree with their policies. And if you notice, all of a sudden they're starting to get sick and they die. <laughs> and now you know why. And, uh, you know, you know what they're using. So um, I've got my eyes open on all that. I mean, I've seen it firsthand in uh, big businesses as a kid when I look back. It's like, you know, I see them. I see them. How I see what they're doing, you know. And it's, uh, this is just, you know, uh, you know, how do you deal with something like this? Uh, you know, I'm looking at that, you know. 
I mean, you know, yeah. otherwise you're just going to sit. You're going to sit here. They're not going to stop unless you make them stop. You know. There um, doesn't seem to be any way we can stop. Ah, um, uh, well, that's that. You know, any I'm of not, these I people. Think, I don't think that way. Well, I, you know, I don't think that way. I mean, I, uh, I don't think that way at all. I'm very confident. Very confident. And uh, why? Extremely confident. <laughs> why, if this has been going on for 30 or 40 years, how is it you can be confident? And they have successfully kept it from the eyes of the public. And and not only well, that, wrong. when it is in the eyes of the public, yeah, I mean, you even get doctors, I mean, medical doctors and hospitals participating against the individuals who are, are, are targeted. Well, like I said earlier, you know, you have this fate, you have this mentality in our society. You know, we're well known to to size somebody up in ten minutes. What do you do? Uh, where are you from? Uh, what do you do for? And they size you up, categorize you, and judge you really quick. All the Europeans are like, "Oh, what's up with that?" And we're only a few hundred years old. I mean, most of these countries have been around for thousands of years. So, you know, they're they're very vulnerable. You just have to look look at it. You know, like I said, you got to make it so it's advantageous to, you know, uh, there's, you know, you know, it just depends. I mean, what you worry, what where you're at, you know, if you can't stop it, then what are you going to do? You can just sit back and let them do it to you. You know, I mean, I'm not. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. What about what about cartels and mafia and organized crime? What about that? What, a, what about them? I think that's what started mine. Well, that's, I, I, you know, for me, it, it doesn't look that way at all. It looks, and from everybody else that they're saying that it's, um, it's you know, a government-based type thing. Um, I well, don't yeah, but I mean, I think that the, the, it's all the same thing, isn't it? That, you know, no, they're well, all bad I mean, guys. Well, look at it like this. If they were to get them involved, They'd have something over on them if they ever had a issue that they could bring it to light. And they got they got the juice. They got why why would they go to somebody that can stand up against them who's got you know some of those families have five thousand members. You're going to go to them and start working with them. What if they don't? What if well, they I think that a lot of them are in bed with each other. I don't think so because I've never heard of it before. And uh, it's um, I, that's that's weak at best in my opinion. I've heard people. I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me let me go back there. there that's not true. In fact, a lot of mafiosos um, uh, threaten our senators and our congress congress people. What do you think happened? Uh, the Kennedys. Uh, remember about well, the Kennedys? That's, they were yeah, going to shut was, down. Yeah, but they, that's that's okay at that time. Yeah, at that that at that time back then, and they used brute force in the old-fashioned way. Um, but that's you know that was a completely different case scenario. You're talking about the use. You're talking about who is behind the implementation and use of directed energy weaponry. And if you look at the, I just explained it to you thoroughly. I just gave you a, a perfect case scenario. A perfect explanation of a control of a control model. So that gives you your answers right there. Why would they risk going in? I mean, they they are using low level people in the uh, in the stalking arena, but they're only it's just like it's departmentalized in the military. They you know a a a, a soldier who's an infantry soldier, he's only going to be he's only going to be at the infantry yeah, capacity, and that's all he's going to know. So that's controlled. <laughs> 
and then you have your 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 people that are running the equipment that are actually doing the implementation of the directed energy. Um, so they're only going to know what they know. They didn't design the equipment, and they didn't you know they know they're 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 practicing studying how to utilize it to to, to what they're supposed to be doing. Um, then I personally think it's organized crime all the way around. <laughs> No. Whether it's government or the little drug dealer on the I, corner. I agree. I agree. It is organized crime. There is nothing uh, national security about what we're going through. This uh, is crime. From the very beginning, I didn't know well, that. Very naive, well, okay. but that's okay, just well, listen, me from okay, what I was going put, through. You can, okay, you can put the word on it because in all actuality, legally, in, in, in our law system, that's what it's supposed to be called because it is organized and it is a crime. But, I mean, who's actually implementing it? Well, you know, nobody's caught the people that are doing it. So you have to catch the people that are actually doing the, 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 their, the delivery system. And you could that's, say... That's it. They cover for each other unbelievably so. I've seen it in action in many neighborhoods and in, 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 in very upper-class neighborhoods. The things that are going on just blew my mind. Okay, well, you know, I'm not going to hypothesize and guess. I'm not going to do it, but I, you know, you can you can sit there and say, well, it is that in all actuality legally, which it is. But from the from a standpoint of uh, of an Italian family, those guys getting involved in the implementation, you know, I I don't see that because I it's just I haven't seen that. You know, I haven't seen that implementation. I see more when you see the police maybe involved in the stalking or the the guys that are stalkers or good old boys or people in cars running around with tinted windows, um, you know, to the... Yeah, some of your hiding. contractors are good old boys, too, that are subcontracted out to the government. Yeah, so when you, walk, when, you, when, you, when you step up and say, oh, it's the organized crime meeting, the mafiosos, or, the, you know, or specific organized crime families actually doing this, it, it, that doesn't make any sense to me, but it may, may very well be. I haven't seen that. I don't get that feeling. I don't see the, the, the perpetrators, or but you know I you know they're behind tinted windows, you know when if any of the, the street theater crap. So and then whatever. So you know you just have to you have to have somebody that's got the capacity to see. I mean to to actually get to that point, and then they're just going to say, well, in my situation, that is what's occurring. So why serialize what? You don't know until you give. I think your control it. model is a very good word, Al. A very good word, and I think it's been here since the beginning of time. But it's just taken on a new form with new names. That's just my I agree. personal opinion. Yeah. I I agree with you 100. percent I mean, I just happened to see it because I just happened to be in front of the TV, Bloomberg, CNN. It just was a cumulative set of factors. I just happened to be home. I'm usually working. And it just all came together. You know, I was in a denial about it for the first year that, no, this couldn't possibly be good. What's going on? Because you don't even know who you are. I mean, I barely, I'm still off kilter, you know. But um, Well, I was telling know, my doctor today, you know, at first, you just, you're, you're a good person. You don't think that way. You, you, you know things are happening to you. They're weird. And you just keep trying to make the, the, your life better and, and fix the problems, and pretty soon you realize that your life is nothing but a problem. You can't even get to what was your life. And then after a while, you start realizing, oh, this is the way it is. Now what? 
You don't know, so, I mean this is serious. This is serious. Yeah, it's it's, it's a serious. whole series of um, steps you go through for sure. So it's, let's look at the legal aspects of well, the presentation to try to find the proper equipment and expert witnesses to present the issues and develop the correct habits of collecting it properly and effectively and learn, try to educate yourself on well, why, that's why, what I'm That's what I'm trying to do. It's just going to be hard because I, I have to, you know, I have to work too, so it's going to be difficult, but I'm going to do the best I can and, and then try to keep clean as far as the... Uh, the um, ionizing radiation, you know, try to clean that out of you so it doesn't build up or damage stuff or whatever I can do and um, and try to shield the best I can. Now, I did find the, pro- the proper shielding model, mm-hmm. module, excuse me, modules. I'm going to call them yeah. tomorrow to get a price, but I know, I know if you just, I know if you get a, uh, mm-hmm. just a, um, an, uh, an EMF one for, for microwave, it's probably, the, you know, something you can get into a deal. It's probably about 13 to 15 but you got to, uh, Neil said you're going to need a, uh, uh, um, an EMF and an acoustical, no, an EMF and an acoustical. In, in other words, you have to get, you have to build the EMF and then you have to put an acoustical setup in it also. And then, uh, then of course you got your, your ventilation systems and everything. But, um, I, I was looking to try to get certified as a contractor. So I'm going to call them tomorrow and see what I can find out and see how much money it is. And, but, you know, you have to, you know, you have to, to build that and then first you need to find out what I said the law thing just to get an overview and then you got to get the right equipment to test and then see what's coming at you so that you can order the right stuff and that takes all the more money than I have right now but I you know eventually I'm sure I can um you know do it you know and uh are you talking about a Faraday cage what are you talking about yeah, yeah, exactly. No, this is this is a room you would build. It's a uh, what I'm looking at right now. You build it's it's double. Okay, a panel. Let's just say, for instance, a panel. It's double walled, and in the center, it's double walled, and in the center, I don't know if it's foam or not, but it's double walled metal, copper or whatever. Then you put up two by fours, and then you have another panel that's double walled, and it's hollow. So you have that on the walls, the ceiling, and the floor, and then you have a door. But all of the seams are done with um, with, um, with with specific, you know special type of seams that don't corrode. I can't remember the term of the word um, non corrosive. In other words, when you when you mix metals, if you put in other words, the metal is going to bend easier if it's a different type of metal, and um, but it's got to be non corrosive or they limit it. It's very, it's really cool. They they built sixty five hundred of these, so they you know they know what they're doing. They got offices all over the world. And um, I just found that. So um, that you could, you know, once you identify what's coming at you, then you order, you know, what you need. But, you know, you have to get a little education in the meter thing. So I, you know, that's my, that's what I'm going to do, you know, slowly. You know, I don't have. How much does that cost? I just told you, just for the EMF, it's probably about 13 to 15. Oh, Okay. But that, I don't know if that includes the ventilation system. Um, you know, you have the door that's got to be sealed. You know, that stuff, it's just, you know, but it's still, that's, you know, that's something that's feasible for a small business person who makes, you know, fifty to 100000 a year or at a, at a job, a professional job. Um, you can make a fifty hundred thousand a year. I mean, the minimum wage is 15 to 20 an hour now. You can do it if you had to. You can get a smaller version if you can just get in. 
you could build a smaller version that you could just put a bed in, for God's sake, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, but you would have to, I will look into that for everybody. I will say, well, okay, well, how about a small version just to, you know, to, but it has to be EMF and uh, acoustic. And um, so that, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to really check that out because I already built a Faraday and it's like, you know, they, um, they nailed me the first night just to let me know, hey, look, meathead, this isn't going to work, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and I spent like 600 bucks on it. I built it perfect, too. Uh, I saw other people on the Internet building Faraday cages with, um, like, pieces of metal of some type. Yeah, they use cotton. Well, you could do whatever you want. You know, I'm going to get a a professional firm Mm -hmm. for MRI rooms that does it professionally. You need a, per, you know, without, well, I don't know what they're hitting you with, but what they're hitting me with is no joke. And you're not going to do it with just some mammy, cammy, whatever. <laughs> you better have the right stuff, you know. And then that may not work, you know. And so, uh, does a Faraday cage protect you from not only microwaves, but EMF or radio waves and all this stuff? Man, or? I, what I, I just did a double walled one out of the one when I grounded it and it didn't do anything. Nothing. It didn't do anything. Off of, Nothing. I could seal it off a little bit better. I did the floor double, and I, I glued it together, and um, I did the walls. I perfectly constructed it so everything wrapped and touched in contact. I I could do a little bit more to it, but it didn't do – it did zero, absolutely zero. So they're having a field day with me. And uh, and I just realized last night when I went in there, I have a really expensive mattress. It's an air mattress. And I, real, I finally realized I went, you idiot, your bed, your bed's friend, your, your bed's – Springs. What do they call the bed underneath the mattress? The box spring. Box springs are have got metal in them, and thick metal. You know, it's an expensive bed. So I, I went, you idiot. So I got to take them out. I was supposed to put plywood in it today, but I, I'm dealing with some other stuff. I got to fix some constant battle. Well, you know, um, this EMF, Linda. I don't understand why the the um, structure that you built wouldn't work to protect you from microwaves. Uh, uh, but Maybe I did something wrong. You, um, See how? I've had two I've had two people look at it and um they went you know, they they keep going back to I mean I have a guy who knows uh, he I mean he's he's the one that told me to get the um spectrum analyzer. He can he can he knows how to deal with spectrum analyzers. He can build a lot of different things and he, he just you know we're back to Get something to see what's coming at you, and then we'll oh. worry about that. So I found the right firm to. Really well, I could, I could, I could, Linda, I could spend, I could spend another eight hundred bucks with copper. Yeah. And um, um, you know, but listen, they're the way that they're the way that they're smacking me. They're doing it with um, acupuncture needle accuracy. They'll just go right through the holes. Okay, uh, hang hang on a second. So so you made it out of aluminum uh, mesh. Really understand the message. Well, we're getting a new call. Yeah, mm-hmm. aluminum screening. Okay, that's good. So, and you did double layer. Yep, I did it perfect, and it's big and it's grounded, and I did everything. I could have wrapped one little. I could have wrapped a door. I built the door perfect. Everything's perfect. Oh, Except yeah. I didn't. I didn't wrap the the door to the the door to everything. You know, I put a two inch piece around it. I just wanted to check it. But, um, you know, like I said, I got, uh, first thing I'm going to do now is tomorrow I'm going to take out the box springs and put in plywood, get those damn metal box springs away from me. You, and, had uh, metal, I got, you had metal box springs in there? 
Yeah, but I didn't realize it, Linda. I'm not myself. I'm just, you know, you'd slap me around I, if you came around here. You would. You'd slap me. You'd go, you idiot. <laughs> but, uh, you well, know, that's it, something. Let me tell you, you know, over time, those, those metal springs, not only do they act as, as antennas, but they can become magnetized, too. Any any metal, uh, uh, you know, like, well, not any metal, most metals, many metals will become magnetized if they're magnetic field over a period of time. I know, I'm getting rid of them tomorrow and then like I said, if I'm gonna do if I'm gonna do anything, I'm contacting that firm tomorrow to find out what the prices are for those rooms because I'm gonna implement them into a, for a business thing I'm doing and uh I'm gonna just price it. That's it for right now. I'm gonna concentrate on just the basic law and start digging, and then I'm going to concentrate at the same time in the meters area. I already found the meters I want to get, but I just want to confirm that they're going to do the job. The other oh, thing is they might use different technology where this went. The minute you get this all perfected, they'll come in with um, infrared or radar or something that will scalar. That'll be a good one that you can't protect against. Well, then they scalar, you can't protect against. 